What's going on, fans? My name is Josh. I'm joined, as always, by Matt. How you guys doing? And today we're going to continue our discussion on San Diego Comic-Con, bringing you part two of the series um, and the last update for that. Yep. And this is the Nerd Force Podcast. So, Matt, um, you got anything else for other news other than what we're going to talk about? Um, just one thing that like popped for me, because we talked about this before, and I wanted to bring it up again, because I was talking about how they're transitioning Broadway shows into, um, onto the big screen, which we talked about West Side Story coming up, but then they just dropped the trailer for Cats, mm-hmm. and I didn't even know that was in production. Yeah. And I, dude... It, to me, it was as, it was creepy as hell. And I just, I just, oh, I couldn't even, I could, it was so disturbing to me to watch it. It was so creepy. And I just like, you know, first off, I don't think Cats is probably Andrew Lord Weber's best work by far. It's, it's early work for him. Yeah. And I think that. Well, it's it, popular. Well, it's very, very popular. But I think it's also because it, it was so unique when it came out that made it so good too mm-hmm. but i think his like phantom is far better yeah you know and as we go on with his work it gets i think it gets better and better and i mean sarah brightman obviously teams up with her too which makes stuff really good because she's super super talented but um with this catch trailer dude i what's your take on it because i'm like this is just creepy this is going to give kids nightmares uh yeah so i mean it definitely seems creepy to me um I what I like about it is that it doesn't seem like the it doesn't seem like the the typical version of what you would see on like a Broadway play um, made for a movie like Le, Le Mis or um, like uh, what they did with Phantom to where it looks like a movie. Um, it looks like uh, somebody filmed a Broadway play because all the sets look like Broadway sets. You can tell that they're Broadway sets. I don't know if it's because of the size. Oh, the sets are what? Because they're, they're so grandiose. I think I think, I think the like the sets are still broader. Though. Yeah, I mean it's definitely a cinematic. Yeah, it's definitely meant to, for yeah. cinematic take. Yeah. But I mean, they obviously filmed it in like a studio lot. But it doesn't seem. It seems you can definitely tell a difference. And I kind of I kind of like that about it. That's it's not it's not conforming to something else. It's not. I don't think it's conforming. But I mean, someone like the scenes like with the little cats are jumping on the bed and all that. Yeah, stuff, I'm like. Dude, this is just—it's so yeah. creepy because I didn't think the cats were to scale based on the size of the bed. For one, not that I'm super critiquing the trailer, like I break down a Star Wars trailer, but when I looked at it, the cats seemed to me to be much smaller than what, unless this was some ginormous bed. Yeah. You know, I mean, a California king, maybe I don't know, but I mean, <laughs> I don't know what it was, but just—they're well, they're younger cats, maybe. But 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 I will say, the talent that they have in this is obscene yeah they got hudson they got isn't beyonce in it too uh, i don't know i don't know probably, i, I can't remember it but anyways regardless hudson's really talented obviously but um there's a lot of there's a lot of characters in it a lot of solid solid actors and i think that's probably that's going to be the saving grace to this it'll be those performances hopefully but I honest to God, I don't know if I could get past just the creepiness of these characters. Yeah. I mean, it just the way that they're, I just, I don't know, just, it just, I don't know, I, I can't watch it. <laughs> I can't watch it. 
So, anyways. So what I, you're saying is that you're not going to go take some mushrooms and go watch it most definitely, right? Uh, well, maybe then I could appreciate it, but I don't think I'll be doing that either. But, um, no, I, I, this is not going to be a watch for me at all. I'll be, I, but I really, what I am interested to see is how this plays at the box office, though. I don't know when it's coming out. I think yeah. they, they may have popped the release date. I'm not sure, but I didn't see it. I'll be interested to see, because if this works, then it's going to drive West Side Story, too. And then I think it will continue to drive this transitional piece where we'll see a Hamilton, and we'll see, you know, any of the other big ones, you know, come out, too. So... You know, I guess the positive of this is, is that people are going to be exposed to something that maybe they don't have access to see. Because Broadway shows, they do tour. But a lot of times where they tour to, you know, you're not going to get it in, uh, you know, Dubuque or mm-hmm. somewhere. You know what I mean? You're not going to get it out in the middle of nowhere. They still hit the bigger cities, you know what I mean? The traveling shows and the traveling uh, uh, productions. But... I think that uh, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I want to see. I, I wish it well. I just don't think it's my cup of tea. So, but anyways, that's one thing I just saw that I thought was interesting. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it definitely seems interesting. I'm. I'm not differing on that at all. Um. <clears throat> did you? Uh, I took the kid to see Lion King last week. Have you seen Lion no, King? No, I've not seen it yet. I know I, I we talked after you saw it briefly or texted or something like that, so I got your yeah. take on it. And I was surprised what you said, you mm. know. So, I mean, it wasn't passing, right? We were, you were driving out and I was yeah. coming in. And he asked me how it was and I said, eh. But there's more to it than that. Um, yeah, what's your what's your breakdown on that? Because I'm really I'm really interested on that because I do want to see it. So you 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 mentioned something um, important um, about the box office, and and that's definitely a key to see like where things are going and how things are going to get made in the future. Um, this week it's made seven hundred twenty eight million. Dude, that's insane. And change uh, Ridiculous. worldwide. Ridiculous. So. Um, I think obviously it did well and it was a good movie overall, like, right. So, but it had, it had something incredibly impossible to contend with, right? You can't go in there and expect it to be as good as the original. Yeah. And that's kind of where I was at. I was expecting it to be, to be, to take the original and to expand upon it. Right. So like you get the original movie with some extra parts in it. And that's just not what it was. There were there there was dialogue changes in there that just didn't make sense. Um, my biggest thing, my favorite, my favorite character within the original was uh, Pumbaa, and which is having played, which is played by Seth, Seth Rogen. Right? Yeah, which amazing love. choice. Yeah. I love. Um, and he fell flat for me. Really? Some of the dialogue cha- changes, like that's surprising. So there's there's that point where. Um, Pumbaa's cornered by the hyenas in the final battle, um, or the final, uh, the third act. And then he goes, somebody goes, Hey, um, or they're, they're like, get the pig. And he's like, pig, who are you calling a pig? And he's like, it's Mr. Pig to you. Right. Like a yeah. iconic line. And, um, he says something about like bullies and stuff like that. And it's oh, like, really? And it's like, ah, like, but um, I mean stuff like that. There, that's one example, but there were several. So there were some, if, like there were some forced. Yeah, things. there was some forced stuff. It, it seems like it seems like so, it wasn't really forced. 
like it, it definitely seemed natural. Yeah. But it just it didn't land as well as it could have if they would have just kept some of the original yeah. dialogue. Yeah. All right. So, musically, compared to the, um, I like Elton's version of um the Circle of Life, Circle of Life a lot better than I do Beyonce's. Yeah. Other than that, musically, it was fine. Um, Donald Glover does a really good job. Yeah. Uh, Simba on yeah. the uh, music stuff that he does. Beyonce's Can take. We just refer to him as Lando because that makes yeah, me happy. Lando. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, I mean, other than that, um, that that was the only one song choice that I wasn't crazy about. Um, and I like Beyonce on like you know most of her stuff, just not on that. I, I like Elton's. One thing I thought interesting, and this is again this little sidebar. I was reading on it a little bit. Trying to get some, you know, just, you know, glean a little more information. But all those shots they did of the groups and all that type of stuff, Beyonce wasn't there. So basically it was a tape mark where she was supposed to be. Yeah. And then they photoshopped Yeah, that was one cool thing about it. it. Yeah. So, I mean, I do like, I like, um, I like, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, John Favreau's. I can't believe I forgot John Favreau's name. But John Favreau's take on, like, how he performed it. Because they did do like, they did they did like a screenplay for it, and they had the actors act it out as they were like, um, not necessarily as they were recording, but that to like get the movements and stuff. So um, I thought that was really interesting. But yeah, that's that's I you know Beyonce is too big for that type of thing probably to where she her parts she may have not been there to act out. Yeah. Well, the bottom line, I mean, you're saying right now after second weekend? For Earth, it's not into the second weekend yet. So as of today, the uh, total as of today is, is 728 million. Or, yeah, 728 million. How does that bump up against uh, Endgame? Um, during the first week? Yeah. Um... I mean, I'm just thinking it's got to be close. Well, in game during the first week, made it made a billion, right? No, I don't think so. Anyway, opening th- opening weekend made um, 370 or 357 million in the opening weekend for for in game for in game. And this made 780 within the first week. And we just topped a billion with end game. Uh, we just topped, so that was something I was going to bring up too, but, um, so the first week with Endgame, it, 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 it made 473 so million. So this movie is made, made more, more within the first week, week than, than Endgame. Endgame did. You got to be kidding me. No. So this movie, like, okay, Endgame just got the number one Yeah, movie. that's what I was going to bring gonna up. It's going to be though. knocked. It's going to be knocked off. I don't think so. I don't oh, think I bet that, it will. I don't think so. If this movie, come on, dude. I don't think that'll. I don't think it'll have the same because you had you had Endgame that was sold out for weeks, and plus you're you're judging a three three hour and some odd minute movie up against a two hour movie, so you've got you've got. I'm more just judging off of one weekend. So one weekend. Yeah, but you got more. Pre-sales. You have more people going to go see it with the the first week than you would Endgame. What I mean, just using basic basic statistical math. This one yes, will. if it, but there's there's it's other. It's made almost double. Yeah, what Endgame made. If if it keeps the same momentum, but I don't think it will keep the same momentum. 
because Endgame had a little bit more more advantage because there are people that wanted to go see. There are more people that would would are willing to go see Endgame more than once than there are this iteration of the Lion King, yes. and then I th- I believe so at least. Well, and then and then there are there are uh, the it, Endgame was sold out for weeks at a time. So their early weekend numbers out. already had the pre-sales done. So it's like you and I we we, we bought our tickets. A month yeah. in advance, two months in advance. Yeah. So I mean that was in there already, and when the weekend wrapped up, I mean that all, all that's accounted for though. So when we wrap up, the pre-sales are accounted. We get through the week of of Endgame. You're at four hundred and something million. Four hundred seventy-three million. Four seventy-three. This mm-hmm. is at seven eighty-nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was on. It was a. So I mean, it was at as many theaters. Um, it as was. It was not. Was, but it ran more often than Endgame did. Lion King ran more often than Endgame did. Okay, so you're thinking the wash will be when it cuts down on the on the offerings the following week. No, I think that because because it was on more theaters and it wasn't sold out every theater. Right? We went to go see when we went to go see it, it wasn't packed. Okay. So I mean, just judged by you know how what what I was there to see. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't have as much drive. To it as any game does. Okay, all right. Well, granted, we'll, it's we'll, we'll track this. It's still got we'll a lot of drive to it, and they're they're going to do it's going to yeah. do well over a billion dollars. It'll do one point eight two billion dollars, but well, that's going to exceed Endgame. No, it's not. Endgame's at two point seven nine billion. Okay, now. Yeah, well, what I'm saying what I'm saying like over the lifetime of the box office. Okay, all right. I think it'll do one. And that and, and did it launch overseas already? Yeah, it's launched. That's that's worldwide numbers. Worldwide numbers, then. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I really I would that's that's in the weekly that that first week that weekly may be domestic to weekly gross, gross. Yeah, that may be domestic. I'm not sure how that. Okay, well, anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll watch that because that, that's that. an interesting thing to think about. And I only say I only, yeah, that's I, that's domestic. Um, that four hundred seventy three million dollars is domestic um let's see how that um yeah so lion king lion king for the first week um domestic did 275 okay 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 versus 475 all right so okay we're more in line then yeah but i think it's going to give it a run it's not going to do it though i don't i I think based on what you just said there i don't think the numbers are going to do it now but uh before i was kind of like whoa whoa so but anyways, so anyways, that's good. I mean, but I mean, it's still worth a watch, all right? Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Something else um, new came out this week as well. Um, the Boys. Yes. The Boys dropped today. Yes. I was. Uh, I downloaded. I on my um, on my layover from Atlanta to here, um, or in Atlanta, um, I downloaded the first two episodes and watched like an episode and a half on the plane, and then um, finished up the second episode and then watched a little bit of the third here today. And from what you were telling me about the comic, um, it's definitely very much in line with the comic. Mm. It opens, I don't want to give anything away. Yeah. But you see somebody just completely turn into this mist of blood and then see their um, hands Mm -hmm. severed. That's in the movie. That's in the the comics. Yeah. Probably directly off the. That's Huey. Yeah. Huey's girlfriend, right? Mm Yeah. And then you see. The nightclub that the um, superheroes go to, mm-hmm. um, you see they they walk into this nightclub and there's like this Ant-Man character 
that's really tiny and then like dives into this woman's vagina and then um and then there's a couple having or there's there's a superhero having sex with some people on a chandelier yeah um there's this um superhero that's very anti-homosexuality that's like going and and stretching himself across a room and so is his member Mm -hmm. across a couple other guys Mm-hmm. Very, very risque to oh, put it lightly. Dude, that's only the half of what the book. I just finished the first omnibus. Yeah. I'm telling you what, fantastic. And I, and you know what? I'll put it out there. I told my son not to read it. <coughs> of course, I didn't hide it from him. And of course, I found his bookmark. Yeah. He was way ahead of me. <laughs> so he, uh, he he wrapped that up pretty quick. As long as none of those pages are sticking together. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> Trust me, because... And I will, I will share one tidbit that I thought was just, again, keep in mind, this is contextual to the comic, and um, the humor of it is, it is sat- satirical in a sense to make, it's a very, okay, the, okay, let me rephrase this. The writing is complex in nature, but it covers very sensitive topics in a way that is addressing, or not addressing, but it talks about these topics in a way that shows how ridiculous your personal, people's personal beliefs may be so mm-hmm. skewed to yeah. what it really is, you know? And I think that's, again, we go back to um, uh, uh, Enos's the way he writes, and that's that's what makes it such a rich comic, and this particular one, which is um, this one character, and uh, and I'll, I will tell you this because I just I just found that hysterical. He cannot stop effing stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what it is. I mean, it's anything, and he's talking this is, to us. The deep, huh? This is the deep. Or? No, not the deep. Oh, okay, no. It's um, a Tech Nine, I think is his name. Okay. Tech, I I can't remember. I think it's Tech something or other. And he has a he has a sidekick, and his little sidekick buddy's name is Lado, and Lado is a flaming gay guy. Yeah. So, but anyways, this guy cannot stop from banging everything in sight. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be there's a hot dog bun in there. He's gonna bang it. It, <laughs> it could be anything, right? So, this one scene in the comic, which is so hysterical, so. He obviously is living in, he lives in a big mansion and he has a butler who has served this family for, for years and years and years. And the butler's like, he's packing up and he's looking at him. He's like, I will no longer be working with you. I was taking my services to somewhere else. I apologize because I have loved this family for all my life and my father. Oh, I love this family of the whole life. And, and text pleading with him. He's like, please don't leave. Don't leave. He goes, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't help myself. I can't help myself. And this is like some... 80-year-old butler guy. Yeah. And the guy goes, he's like, I'm sorry. I will not be in those type of situations. He's like being very proper about, you know, obviously an incident that occurred, right? Yeah. Well, Tech obviously jumped on the guy. And like I said, any orifice is wide open. <laughs> it doesn't matter to him, like I said. And that's what he's talking to the psychologist about. He's like, i got to stop doing this, you know? And so anyway, so I guess he bangs his butler in the ear. Okay? <laughs> so... He's like, please don't leave. I will pay to get it syringed out. It doesn't matter the cost. I will pay for it. Please don't leave me. <laughs> so that gives you a sense. And that's just one little vignette of all the stories that Tech has gotten himself into with his 
insatiable appetite to basically bang anything in sight. Mm -hmm. So, and that's like the, the, there's a three comic run in the set that talks, it's basically him. And he's so distraught and like, you know, being that he has Lado, which is his sidekick and uh, Lado, like I said, is a flaming gay guy. And uh, he then has to send um, him out on his own to go out and search his own superhero rights and everything because he's so scared he's going to violate his little buddy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, it's just, I, I, again, it's very touchy material. That's all I can say. <laughs> but it's written in a way that I think that everyone would appreciate it. Like we've talked about it before, and I cannot wait. I'm so jealous that Josh watched this before me. But I will, we, when we get on we'll next do, week, Yeah, we'll do a full review oh, next, next week. Next and I'll have it under my belt, and you will too. <clears throat> so we'll Yeah, I'll probably have it under my belt by, the, by Tuesday. Oh, no doubt. It looks, it's, I mean... I, I can't wait for this. And I, and I figured that it was going to be really good because if you noticed, whatever phone company gives away free uh, Netflix, yeah, they're... they're T-Mobile. T-Mobile. Yeah. They've, before it was even released, in their commercials, they were showing, you get free Netflix, and what was the snippets they were showing? The, the boys. Boys. Well, boys is Amazon. Or Amazon. Who's giving Amazon? Who, or who's giving Amazon away? Sprint? No, it's not Sprint. Sprint goes. Somebody's given Amazon for free. Away. but yeah. Yeah, whoever uh, it is. AT&T or Verizon. Yeah, whoever it is. Uh, is um, and they're using that, and they were they were using that before it even launched. You know what I mean? So, anyways, I'm excited about it, and like I said, once I can, I have I've read enough now that I will definitely be able to make that comparison between the page and the show. Yeah. And see what they do, but well, I don't we, think they'll go past the first omnibus. But I think what, I think what you said that that <clears throat> opening scene, um, where the 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 Huey is holding the hands and they're just bloody stumps, yeah, and he won't let go of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that that's an example. But they have carte blanche at that point. It's like superheroes can get away with it. Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's that's where they start to get in that dynamic and they yeah, get into that dynamic. They, it's definitely the exact same. Yeah. On the, so maybe. I'm so happy. I can't believe this. I'm looking forward to this <clears throat> really, really, really a lot. So. So I don't think that we've talked, you and I have talked about this. I don't think we've talked about this on the, the podcast, but um, there's a rumor that the deal with Marvel and Sony on the Spider-Man stuff yeah. can be null and void if this Spider-Man movie, if it's far from home, doesn't break a billion dollars right. globally. And we, um, we pulled the numbers on that last week. I'm pulling up, I pulled the numbers again today. All right, where are we at? We're about 16 million shy. So wow. 15, 15.5 million shy right now. It's still showing, though. Yeah, it's still showing. So, I mean, we're only in weekend three. But I keep forgetting we went so early. We, we went the day it came the day out. It came out. <laughs> Tuesday night. Yeah, well, we're, we're in weekend four now. Last week it made $21 million um, domestic. So, and it's, it's continually dropping 50% each weekend. So, if it makes. Ten million dollars domestic this weekend, and that puts it at weekend four. So you're cutting it close. But that's domestic, so yeah. globally it'll probably make a little bit more than that. So and, I'll probably and, and the billion dollar mark includes global. Yeah, so, includes okay. the gross, the global gross, right. worldwide gross. I think that 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 is a. That I think they'll a, put it. I think this weekend we'll probably put it through. Put it through. Yeah, and let's hope so because I think that that sounds like a flashpoint. That, that definitely needs well, to... Well, yeah, we're, we're going to talk a lot, about, a lot about stuff, and we'll get into this directly after this. Um, but we're going to talk about a lot about stuff today that could potentially carry over into yeah. the Spider-Man stuff. 
Cool. So let's get on with it then. Um, so obviously we talked last week about everything up until the um, Marvel Kevin Feige panel. Um, and then we, the Kevin Mark, the Kevin Feige Marvel panel hadn't came out yeah. as of when we were talking about it. Right. Um, they released within the next, within uh, 20, within like two years, they released 10 projects. Yep. They're going to be, that was the slate that we're seeing on the, the, the Untitled Marvel movie releases. Yep. And we definitely get a lot more than we thought we were going to get as far oh, as like yeah. what they're going to drop. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then to keep in mind that uh, within the next month, we've got a D23 conference mm-hmm. to where Marvel's going to be back there again. And they're going yeah. to drop more stuff. Yeah, they're going to dig more. Yeah, they're going to dig agree, more yeah. into mm-hmm. it either, or they're going to drop more stuff because yeah. we only got two years. Yeah, I, a I, lot I, of people are saying that this is it for Phase Four. I don't. Think I know. So. I know that Marvel's wanting to do smaller phases, but I don't think they're going to be. Typically, their phases run five years right now. Yeah. I don't think that it's going to be quite that. Well, I guess it's not five years. It's like three and a half. So it may be a full Marvel phase, but I think we'll maybe get like one more um, big movie in phase We're going to get something else in there. I think we will definitely will. Because I think we'll most, probably, of, most, so, most of what we're talking about is front-loaded into 20 and 21. Yeah, so this one, this is the only phase that doesn't have an Avengers film in it. Phase but one had... you did hear that they are reuniting. Did you see that? No. Oh, yeah, that came out. Well, they will. There will be another uh, Avengers. Yeah. So Kevin yeah. Feige, Kevin Feige confirmed that there's going to be another Avengers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said that it's not going to be the same crew that we're used to. Well, but again, but it, there will be some you know, of the like people that are original there, what? and there's some. There are going to be some people. And I've got a lot of theories about that. Okay. Well, we'll dig. We'll into go. That. We'll so go into that. Something. But I think I that I think that will be. I think there will be a Avengers film. I don't think it'll necessarily be the Avengers. Yeah. That we think about, but it'll be it'll be an Avengers team. Oh, I think so sort. too. And I think that okay, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. So the the movies that we got in order of release are Black Widow. Yeah, I'll go over these uh, initially, and then I'll go. We'll go back over them one by one. The Eternals. Uh-huh. Um, then we're gonna have the TV show of um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, then we have Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then we've got the TV show of WandaVision mm-hmm. and Loki. Yep. And then Doctor Strange and in, into the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. Oh. And then the What If series on uh, on Disney Plus. Yeah, the, that looks so sweet. By and now. then and then Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, we'll touch on that. Um, Captain Marvel two. Or I'm sorry, those that was it for as, it. As, as far as like the the official slate. Yeah. That they've announced, but then they also said that they're going to be. They're uh, currently in, uh, in in some sort of production and pre-production. It's Captain Marvel two, Black Panther two, mutants mm-hmm. of some sort. Uh, he didn't specify X Men. Um, he just said mutants. Um, Fantastic well, this, Four. This also gives us plenty of time to work the X Men in. Yeah, know? yeah, and I think that's important because yeah. the way that they're going to blend these guys in, that's you got time now. Yeah. I think that's important. So, um, Guardians of the Galaxy three, which we already knew about. Yeah. Um, I'll talk, I'm talk, I'll talk about that a little bit too because that's interesting because it, it's that's 2022. Yeah. yeah, and then Blade and Blade's yeah, been so, oh, a big one. Talk about Blade. Yeah, yeah, I've got a, I've got some really interesting stuff to yeah. talk so about. So let's Blade. well that's we'll go we'll, we'll go, go down the list. Phase four first. Yeah. So um, Black Widow. Um, 
We talked about somebody. Um, we're, we've got a man crush on somebody that's going to be in within Black Widow. Yeah. Um, and David Harbour yeah. um, is going to be playing the Red Guardian yes. within Black Widow. Yeah. Um, I'm not super familiar with the Red, Red Guardian. Um, he is a Russian... Um, He's the Russian Captain America. Yeah. Basically is what he is. Yeah, so um, it'll be a good... Uh, he also trained, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Red Guardian trained at the same... What's it called? The Red Room? The Red Room. He yeah. he trained in the Red Room, the same place the Black Widow trained. So they're very their skills and their abilities are very similar. I think he's a little bit different. I, I'm not. I can't remember if he has any other type of like advantage of whatever Black Widow is. I mean, because she's clearly like the, the badass assassin of all. But um, I think that's an interesting dynamic that they play with those two characters, and that's going to come out from what I understand. In the Black Widow movie, is that you know you have two assassins that are two, well assassins I guess might be the right word to use. For, I don't know if I would use that for Red Guardian, but for her yes. But so that's definitely going to be a, a key plot point. Mm-hmm. Well, the 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 comic they're pulling from, I'll have to give it to you. I'll get upstairs. Yeah. Is I forget the the run's name, but um, it's basically when Black Widow has been replaced. As far as the Russians are concerned, yeah. So they've they've officially taken the the mantle of Black Widow and given it to somebody else. Um, I forget what the other um, care uh, Natasha Roman, uh, Romanoff is the original Black Widow, but then we've got um, oh, what's her name? Within the comics, um, and the, uh, they've actually got. I just look up the cast, and I could, they'll probably tell me the name of the the character. But but I, why you want, you want to look? No, go that? ahead. Yeah, okay. I'm looking up. So while he's looking for that, what I think is really cool is that the villain in this is Taskmaster. Yes. Okay. So not cast yet. Don't know who's going to play this character. But so Taskmaster, for those who don't know who this particular character is, this person has an ability. In their, and I don't know if it's like a... I can't remember if it's a photogenic type of thing or whatever. They it's, have the ability... It's muscle memory to it's a muscle point, memory, yeah. But he does it and he sees it. Yeah. And then he can... At He's that got point, like an iodetic muscle exactly. memory. Exactly. So he can then mimic exactly any trait. So if he sees Black Widow doing whatever, he can then copy it exactly. So they could be almost to the point of like a stalemate if he's fighting somebody and he's watched them and he he's now mastered their abilities, mm-hmm. you know. And that that in itself is pretty cool because really that's I mean when you talk about how awesome Black Widow is, that's what it is. I mean it's like all that all that crap that she can do, you know yeah. what I mean? And you know with the kicks and the, all the you know everything she can, she can do. But and it's a, so I think it's a cool character. It's another softer character that they can continually reuse within the films yeah. too because you. He matches up with Spider-Man. He, he, he oh, goes yeah. across He's a lot of stuff. Obviously. A lot of different um, stories. Yeah. Uh, Yelena uh, was the the other Black Widow's name. So she's a female Black Widow um, that, uh, or, or or the the replacement to uh, Natasha within the comics. Yeah. Um, and she's trying to take over the mantle. And there's a big whole run to where she comes after um, Natasha to to get rid of her. Um, and then that's when they start taking play. Or, uh, when I'm sure it doesn't work out well off. for her, though, right? Uh, no, I think that she um, nothing like within the comic book run that I've read of her. 
Um, it doesn't really go anywhere other than she's been defeated and she goes back. Kind of just, okay. Yeah. Just but so, yeah. um, I'm sure they'll probably bring her back. Um, I mean, there's been a lot of theories as far as, like, she may be replacing yeah. um, uh, she may be replacing Scarlet as Scarlet, you know, as the, the, yeah. the Black Widow that we know has been, yeah. with spoilers, um, killed in Endgame or uh, died She's with done. I mean, as far as, in, as far as our continuity yeah. that we know, where yeah. she's dead. Yeah. So, um, and she's not coming back. Yeah. And that's, that, that brings a whole point as far as like timing and stuff. Timing. This movie takes place between, um, between Captain America Civil War and, uh, Avengers, uh, Infinity War. So, Mm -hmm. um, that time, that gap in between those two movies is where this takes place. Which I, I I like that. Yeah. To be honest, I like that. Yeah. I don't want to see it in order to I don't want to lose her. I love her, dude. She's such a good character. And, and she's, I mean, she's strong. She's strong on screen. She's strong with what she does. And, like, to be able to go back and start plugging these gaps. And the one thing they talked about, too, that they're going to cover in this is explaining that little that little quandary they always talked about, what happened in Budapest. Yeah, so they're going yeah, to gonna, they're gonna they're gonna go that. back to Budapest. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're going to cover that. So, And I think that hopefully if they take this type of approach with, filling in some gaps which because when you think about it that whole the whole time sequence and stuff crap happens right you mm-hmm. know what i mean so they have that opportunity to go back and for the characters like black widow who we know is is, is currently dead for, mm-hmm. i mean for reals yeah so you know it, it, we can still see these people because i'm not ready for black widow to be gone yeah you know yeah i think that there there may be a way to keep the character in without yeah. keeping Scarlett Johansson in too in this. Well, oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't mean the character. But I, mean, I like her in the character too. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I no, think no. she's done a phenomenal job yeah, with it. I, I think really so too. Really but I mean, do. you know, if they can if they can put hand off the mantle in a way, yeah. I think that um, the new girl um, Florence Pugh, um, who yeah. plays Yelena, if they if they yeah. do like a, you know, to where she turns at some point. Sure. And, yeah. No, um, I mean I mean I'm open for anything with it, but I, I just don't I mean I think most people would agree that, you know, okay, if we get another Black Widow and we begin that transitional period in that movie, then that will that will help. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because again, it's like when you lose a main character like that, we're yeah. gonna talk further when we get into Thor too, about how when you yeah. characters change and stuff. But well, I don't think the same thing's happening. Well, that's but, a little bit different, but yeah. I mean but still, but in this situation, it's like you're going to be replacing the character. But we will talk about that when we get to Hawkeye, too. Yeah. I mean, that definitely is where that's Yeah, that's Hawkeye heading. was one so, that was on the list. Yeah, we'll talk about yeah. Hawkeye. It's on my list. So, um, But anyways, so we'll get there. But I was on the, so 11 within the, the two years because I, I forgot to put Hawkeye yeah. down. Um, which is another big one mm-hmm. that falls into something else I want to talk about. Yeah. So after that, we've got Eternals, um, and mm-hmm. we've got Angelina Jolie that's for sure been cast in that. It's got a few other people in there yeah. um, that aren't as big as Angelina Jolie, but you'd definitely recognize them if you saw them. Um, the entire panel was on, um, and it seemed yeah. um, very interesting to, to see the full cast there. Angelina Jolie wasn't there, but the rest of the panel was, or the yeah. rest of the crew was on the panel. Uh, no, I think there's other characters that we should probably talk about that are going to be in there too. I, I, you know, I think that people need to understand too that you know, um, you know this this Eternals and Deviants. I mean, the battle with the Eternals has been the Deviants. That's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Their their nemesis are Deviants. Deviants, yeah. But people need to understand too that Deviants are what 
That's Thanos's crew. Mm-hmm. That's Thanos and Thanos's crew. Mm-hmm. Thanos is a deviant. Deviant, yeah. Exactly, and I don't he's think he's half deviant. Well, half. Yeah. Okay, he's half, but his 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 homies. Yeah. Are so for those for those that are listening that don't know what a deviant is, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a race of people. Right. Or it's a race of, of, that, of beings. That never that never they never discussed that, and that and to me is a flaw because. When we talked about bringing the internals into, like you brought that up way earlier on, we're talking going cosmic and all that stuff. Yeah. But this thing about deviants, you know, and the connection between the two, yeah, was never really established or talked about, and I think that that was a mistake, and that could have, it could have. Well, I don't think simple. it was a mistake. I think that they kind of left it open. Well, to be talked about but later. It's, but wouldn't it have been helpful? No, to I lead, think to lead people. I mean, again, I think I think it would add too I, much. But no, you for you and I, it would have been helpful. No, no, but no. For you and I, it would have been easy. But for people no, that you just don't go need, watch the movie. You don't need the context of it. You just need to know that there's some big, mean. Um, you don't think it's important. Purple. Okay, let me ask you. Mf'er that's come to. No, no, I don't mean that. I just I don't mean that. I don't. I, I, that's not what I mean. What I mean is that you and I. I knew about deviants and internal. I didn't know. I don't know internals very well, but I do yeah. know that their nemesis were them, and I do right. know that that's what Thanos's homies were and stuff like that. I understand all that, but people that don't watch the movies do not. But if you want people to be invested in the internals, you bridge you bridge off of yeah. them and give them some context to be able to I'll say, think, yeah, I mean, and that was never there. I don't think that you need it up until the film. I, I think they'll do a good enough job in the film to where um, we'll get that, but. Um, well, you'll get Before, it, but you're not going to get it going in. You don't know no, it going in. No, you you get the you get the context as a Marvel movie, and that's all that you really need right now. Because I mean, look mm-hmm. at look at the okay. way that Guardians of the Galaxy was. We yeah. didn't know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy before going in, or the average yeah. person didn't, at least. Yeah. And even comic book fans, it was a it was a a, a, okay, a smaller right, story. No point taken. I get it. So, I get it. I get it. And no, so is okay. Eternals. Eternals isn't that big of a story. No. So for those that are listening that don't know the Eternals. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, because I think it's important that people understand that. Yeah, so you've, you've got the you've got the the celestials, and the celestials had um, when they created everything, they they created this race of um, uh, super beings that existed on Earth um, that were the original beings of Earth, and those were the celestials. And we are starting to get. The, or I'm sorry, not the celestials, the 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 Eternals, and so. Um, we're getting that story um, from the beginning. They've existed before mankind, and um, they are—they're—they're um, they're eternal. Yeah. They've—they've they've seen everything. They've been through um, all of the uh, the history of man. Yeah. So I mean, and again, this there's a lot of throwbacks back into like Greek deities and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff yeah. throughout this. Yeah, well, you as got well. you got some direct calls onto Greek deities like, with the naming and stuff. Exactly. So um, um, there's a couple different characters. The Icarus is being yep. played by uh, Richard Madden. We also have Selma Hayek is making uh, an appearance yeah. in this too. She's going to play Ajax, and then um, and I always mess this uh, Kumal. Ninjami. Yeah, he's playing, really funny. Yeah, Kingo. Yeah. And uh, there's some of these characters that, that, that I mean, again, I, I'm i only going off of just like trying to skim read and trying to like, gather what I can quickly. But some of these characters have these traits where like they can switch their sacks and different things like that too. Yeah, well, it's very yeah. much, it's very yeah. much Inhuman-esque. If you yeah. ever watched, if you ever not watched because the Inhumans maybe was absolutely horrible. 
but the or the series was absolutely horrible but the um inhumans comic book um if you ever read that it's very similar to them human inhuman yeah. story what? I do like the, I, I like bringing Angelina Jolie in because that's yeah. going to be a pull yeah. for sure to bring her in. Yeah. So and I think I, she's going to be fine in this. I think she, I mean she does. I mean, I mean I look at like when I think okay what can I say sci-fi with her? I mean again I didn't. I mean we talked about this a little bit too. I did not dislike her her Tomb Raider movies. I thought no. they were good. And I, I mean I take it for the time for they were released. Context, in, yes, contextually yes. they were they were very good. Yeah, I think that they were really good. And I think she captured. She captured, like I said before, Laura Croft from the video game into those movies phenomenally. So I'm not, a, I'm not I mean, I, I've got to be honest, I'm not a ginormous Jolie fan in any way. I liked her in Tomb Raider, but I think she has. She's had some really good movies. She had, she's um, had good movies. I don't get me wrong. She's what not, was the one? She was, a, she was an investigator. Um, oh. Uh, my point is that. You know, when I talk about bringing people into our universe, mm-hmm. you know, I'm looking for people that are going to be able to to bring something that's going to have value. Yeah. And I think that she's going to bring she's value. She's definitely, she's got the chops. Oh, she's got the chops. There's no question about that. And the character that she'll be playing, which is Athena, mm-hmm. as I think is, is, is obviously one of the main stronger characters within the Eternals. And I think she's going to do. I think she's do a fantastic job. But I look at what she's done, kind of like not completely in the sci-fi sci-fi realms and everything. But like I think she did a great job with Melissa Fent, and you know things like that. So Wanted. She, what's that? Wanted was really yeah, good. yeah. Wanted was good, yeah. But I mean, I mean, I just so she's she, she's joining the MCU, man. So that's that's all we can say about that. And I and I hope she does well. I think she will. But I think that um, there's another person too. Um, Lauren Redoff is going to be in it too, as uh, what I think Maker, I think is uh, who she's going to be playing. But um, we'll get to know these characters more, and I think we're going to see a lot more of uh, what they're about and everything. And but Taking Lives was the movie that I was thinking about with Angelina Jolie. If you haven't seen that movie, it's definitely worth a watch. It was a really really good Angelina Jolie movie. Um. Yeah, so I mean, you know, there's there's still not a whole lot as far as the we definitely got more as far as Shang Chi, and oh, I got a ton on that. Yeah, and ton. Um, and pa- for some for some strange reason, Josh, Shang Chi is is fascinating me, and I just I I, I just the just the thought of it, I just cannot wait to see this movie, and. But there's some issues. We, yeah. We're not to it yet because that's yeah. We want to do 2021. So so the last thing that we have in 2020 is um, uh, Winter Soldier and um, yeah. the Falcon, which yeah. we got um, the whole H panel uh, that wasn't filmed by anybody. Um, got the uh, the listing of um, uh, what's the guy's name? What's the purple mask guy that was in? So war, do you you know? I'm oh, talking about. Um, Zemo. Zemo, yeah, yeah. So we got we got Zemo um, without the mask coming on, um, talking a little Daniel, bit about Daniel Brühl. Yeah, Daniel Brühl. Um, yeah. He was with, playing the with, character. With the, he was with playing the uh, Motorhead uh, accent of goose on the, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, the yeah. accent of goose, but the Unmets or whatever they're yeah, called, yeah. the little dots. Yeah. So so he was he came on um, and he was he was speaking as the character about. Um, the events that are going on within. Um, Wait, hold on a second. He came on in character. And character onto the big screen. I missed so that. So I was like, I missed that. Well, it's I not filmed it. anywhere. It's oh. I, I, I got 
Oh. It's a play-by-play. There's nobody. No one had footage of that. Not anything that's up. I, I mean, no, find. nobody. I didn't look that hard, but. Well, no, I haven't either. Um, I know. I watched the panels and stuff. I like that approach, though. Yeah. So they they're they, that's how they introduced the the that particular panel was they had Zemo up there and was announcing Zemo was announcing that he was yeah you know going after Bucky and um, Falcon and Falcon. So I. Like okay, so again, that's important because you know why. And then he puts on the hood, the purple hood. I, I think that or the, the purple mask. The ones that draw so the least of my attention uh-huh. is this one. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I enjoy like the, they've got a lot of really good chemistry together. Oh yeah. So um, a but, buddy buddy cop type of thing but, um, works really well for them. In this one, what we're going to see, from what I've gathered. Is we're going to see Falcon struggle with holding the mantle now. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's important. Well, he came, out, he came out on the panel holding he, the shield. And he, as he yeah. should. Yeah. As so, he should. Yeah. So, so when, when you take... And that's the only thing that's driving my interest toward this. Because I, don't, I like the Winter Soldier. And I like Falcon. But I look at them, too, as ancillary support guys. Yeah. You know? But now we, got, we put them together... And now we have what this this the mantle and and again I still struggled with why I mean Winter Soldier is is Cap's boy too just as much as Falcon's his boy you know and he had to pick one of the two right mm-hmm. now again obviously Winter Soldier's not as mentally yeah we stable, talked a little bit about this I think that it's, it's it's that it's exactly that it's, it's Winter Soldier has has recently went through a thing. To where he's unsure of himself enough to where he can't really hold the mantle like, yeah, like Falcon can. But I thought, okay, so, and I agree. Yeah. But when he's, he in how long he was shoveling hay in, in, in Wakanda into those little carts, I mean, it, it, eventually they finally realized, okay, Bucky at this point is back to Bucky. And they come and they give him his arm back. Yeah. So at that point, I'm thinking, okay, he's rehabbed himself enough yeah. that he's back to his who he is. Yeah. And at that point, they're on equal footing. I don't think sense. they're on equal footing yet. You don't. You still don't. No, you, I think that he's he's better than he was. He's just not to the point there yet. So I mean, we can't. I mean, we can delve into Cap's mind a little bit, I guess, here, and just think. I mean, what was? I, mean, I think he knows opinion, Bucky what, well enough to know that Bucky wasn't wasn't quite there yet i think that it was it was a mutual thing i don't think that was necessarily like it was just cap well don't get me wrong bucky didn't have a problem with it. no that's what i'm saying is that bucky he understood where bucky was at yeah. this point because i mean cap's had 50 years to think about it right oh yeah at this point so yeah he's <clears throat> i think that cap understands where bucky's at and then he he understands there's and, and speaking to it from like a military perspective, like, like a military perspective, if you have somebody that's damaged enough to where they they there's a part of them that's missing, yeah, um, from whatever it is, like whatever they've seen or whatever they've done, they're not they're they're never there. There's a certain piece of the mantle that comes along with Captain America, yeah, like the the whole. Um, the, the American idealism yeah. that comes like the intrusive form American idealism that you you don't really see yourself fitting into anymore as to where Falcon has been through a lot as well but then he's held on to that piece of him he, yeah. 
He hasn't but, he hasn't been jaded to the point where Bucky has. Oh no, no. And I and I think that you put that into a nice 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 frame there. And I think that Falcon has also been in the shit or then in it with Cap yeah. the whole way. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think that that makes a little bit of a difference too because he understands he has a little bit more understanding of of what the shield is. Yeah. You know. So don't get me wrong, I, it was the one that I wasn't too geared up on, but I mean I would okay. We'll watch without question. Oh yeah. Well, it goes yeah without yeah, saying. And that's not coming out to like mid late 20s. So. Yeah, I think fall 2020. Yeah. But Still very interesting because two really good actors in there. But it's also going to be the first thing that we're get we're going to get on um, Plus uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, yep, you got it. So following that up, Shang Chi. Uh, not yet. Well, let's do. You're going to skip something very important. What am I skipping? It's not on my list. Whatever it is. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Seven thirty one twenty twenty. Morbius. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah Sony stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, this is called. By the way, this so, is the yeah, I'm, SU. I'm definitely gonna tie this is that the SUMC. Yeah. So yeah, no, I think that um, it looks it looks really good. I and they're telling the. I think that with the Morbius too, they're also going to tell the genesis the genesis story of him, which is, you know, he was the scientist that was trying to to cure himself. And he does that through like blood transfusions, and then yeah. eventually tries yeah, so, the, yeah, the blood transfusion of vampire bats that then causes him to get to into be this a vampire. State. Yeah, and I think that that's going to be cool. And well, I think Leto's got—he's got—he, I can see it with Leto with that. I can yeah, so see it with him. Leto's a really good casting pick oh, for it's a Morbius. Fantastic pick. Yeah. I so and then if you take Leto like. Um, Oh, what was the movie that he was in where he was a, a druggie, like a drug dealer? Um, Rec- Requiem for a Dream? Yeah. Requiem? Yeah. Um, if you take, like, that type of Leto and put him into Morbius, oh, like, yeah. just, that'll be a, the, that'll be, like, the pinnacle of Leto movies. I think we're going to see all the dimensions. I think we're going to get it all. We're going to probably yeah. get started out with him being a normal guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then moving to this phase, yeah. and then moving to this phase. And you got to have a guy that's going to be able to take those steps and you got a guy with chops, and you got to yeah. have someone that's going to be able to execute. Yeah. And this guy's going to be able he's to do it. He's got chops. He's yeah. got, he can do it. And I, I think, and I just, I mean, just everything about the guy, he fits it so well. Yeah. I mean, this was such a well job of picking that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll talk about this again later. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about it too much, but if Sony doesn't go and re-sign any type of negotiation that, that Marvel puts in front of them, and then with the hopes of being able to to cross over Morbius mm-hmm. and Venom, oh. then they're idiots. Like they've got so much yeah. that can that can go well, and then they're making so much more money off of. I mean, after four weeks, Spider-Man: Far From Home is the fifth most grossing um, Spider-Man movie, yeah. um, and twelfth most grossing Marvel movie um, of. Or sixteenth most grossing Marvel movie of all time, but the the twelfth most grossing MCU movie. Yeah. Um, so it's Sony's got okay. Sony's got to step up to the plate yeah. because realizing that they hold the stable of a sh- 
ton of guys. <laughs> a ton of guys, right? Yeah. So they really do. And the thing is, is like, okay. Yeah. I, I, I forget the numbers, but it's like 300 and something different characters. Exactly, with this, right. We with talk, Spider-Man IP alone. We talked about that, right? Yeah. So here we go. So now here we are. Now Sony doesn't even have to do the heavy lifting. They just have to authorize yeah. And you know they have to author. That's all they have to do. Yeah. And they can they, have to they go can through. sit back and make bank yeah. all day long. And I tell you what, when the, when those gates open, well, it's Pandora's box yeah. because at that point it opens up every avenue that that you and I could possibly imagine. Which yeah. trust me, when they open that up, that'll be a podcast one, two, or three because yeah. there's so many so variances many that we can go off of that. And I think that it's just like Sony. And this, it's gonna, something's going to change in this dynamic. Something's going to change. And it's going to change where Marvel, MCU, obviously has got it down. They got it down. I yeah. mean, they, the, the hands down, they got it. Yeah. And Sony cannot come out. And I don't even think Sony can compete with the Marvel machine. No. I think what they can do... Is, is they can it. join it. They yeah. can join it and feed it. And this is yeah. one of those things. It's like, yeah, you can still you can put your parameters around it. If it doesn't make a billion, I get the guy back. That's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they're gonna make so much. But to money. stick to your guns on that, or or like or, if it or, doesn't make a billion, then 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 take then give us this character, and we'll talk about who that character will be in a minute. Yeah. And then also, you know, have allow us to put venom into the. Sure, absolutely. That, well, that or these two, Venom and Morbius, and two. Yeah. Well, these. and the thing is, it's going to be nerds at the gate. What's going to happen? Because nerds at the gate, they'll they'll, yeah. they'll be coming to Sony and be like, "Come on!" Oh yeah, there'll and, be and there'll it, be several petitions if oh, that doesn't. It, it'll it'll get to the point where Sony's going to be real. I'll be I'll be creator of several <laughs> petitions yeah. if that doesn't come. Through. Josh and I will be leading with picket signs, yeah. <laughs> but. Um, it just it just makes sense, and there's sometimes business deals make sense. And at some point, Sony's got so many revenue streams going on now; it's ridiculous to begin yeah. with. And this is well, just they're making more so much. If they do look this, at what they're okay. doing with the the Into the Spider Man or Into the Spider Verse movie, like oh, the, yeah. the cartoon that they're oh, doing. Absolutely. Imagine if that film would have came out without the MCU yeah. tie-in. Oh, with the completely. with more with the the Spider-Man movies. Oh, I get it. It wouldn't mean, have made nearly as much. I mean, but there's so many things I can think about with Sony. Okay, so you, all right, you do this movie deal, right? Mm-hmm. Sony can retain the video game rights, and don't, dude. If you think the video game rights to something, well, they don't is not retain. They don't have the video game rights. Who does? Um, I forget, but it's not Sony. But they did. The they have the they have a special deal with the video games, where it's like with the Spider-Man. It was only released on okay, PlayStation, so but that wasn't because they, of the You rights. know what? They, they need Pablo Escobar to cut some drug deals yeah. within Sony and MCU and just get this done because eventually, once we get through this phase and we get into five, it, we're gonna we're gonna need some, we're gonna need some an, an injection yeah. of something that's gonna really keep moving this machine forward. And I think that they're, they're you know maybe they're holding out for the sweet time to make that happen, but. I don't think it's any sweeter than now because I think they hold merchandising rights though. So I mean, merchandising rights yeah. or rights on the merchandising and the merchant or Spider-Man is the most merchandised superhero of all time. More than Batman. More than Batman. He like outgrosses Batman like two to one. Wow. I promise you. Okay. 
I have no idea on that, but my gut's telling me that the yeah, back... Yeah, I've seen the stats before. It's it's surprising, but Batman's second. To be honest with you, I thought Superman might be up there too, though. No, Batman's is also better than Superman. I know, I know he does, but... I mean, I'm thinking like one, two, three. But Maybe. I don't remember who the... Uh-huh. But I was, I was almost as surprised as you are yeah. with the, the Spider-Man, but I'm a 90s kid too, so I, mean, I grew up with with yeah. the, the Spider-Man cartoons that were really good. Yeah. Well... Too. I mean, he Spider-Man's just as iconic as Batman. I'm not going to poo-poo Spider-Man in any way. He is he's fantastic. So, um I'm just I obviously as I think it's been well established on this podcast, I am a Batman guy. Yeah. So, but anyway, so anyways, we kind of went off topic a little bit with that, but anyways, back to Morbius looking forward to it and you know, in my dream world, Josh, in my dream world. This is a dream world, okay? Mm-hmm. If everything was in a dream world, how sweet would it be a Morbius and uh, Constantine crossover? Superman's number four. Four? Uh, but these these seem a little off because they're these numbers. I'll have to. Well, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. But uh, anyways, I just thought that, you know, with that type of character, and if you put Constantine together with that, that would be such a great, yeah. great... And, you know... There have been DC Marvel crossovers in the past, yeah. especially in the comic book world. So, uh, Spider-Man grosses one point three billion dollars a year off of everything. Really? What's Batman do? Uh, under six hundred million. Huh. All right, I'm gonna buy more Batman stuff. <laughs> it's all because of you, Matt. <laughs> Superman grosses under three hundred million. All right, everybody that's listening to me, you go out, you buy a Batman shirt. And buy a Batman hat or a Batman <laughs> uh, phone cover or buy something Batman this week. And we're going to see if these numbers, we can move these numbers. Anyways, that's probably all I got on Morbius, though. But I just I think it's going to look really... They, actually, the, did you see the um, the uh, poster that they, they had? For no, I haven't. I'm so behind on this type of stuff. Yeah, there's like... I mean, I don't know if it's a poster or if it was just... Maybe it could have been fan art. I don't think it was fan art, though. I think it was a legitimate, like, kind of a teaser thing or whatever. But it looks pretty cool, though. So, I think that uh, that's a character that I, I think that Sony's very smart to. Was it the one to where Jared is Morbius yeah. with the with the like nose and stuff? Yeah, that so, one's been out for a little while. I think that one is yeah. fan art. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, it is fan art. Yeah, it's been out for a little. while. Oh, okay, then skip it. Then don't. I mean, y'all look at it if you want to. Oh but. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a cool art, but I don't yeah. think it's legitimate. Yeah. If it is, it's been out for a little bit. But I don't see like any type of official um, Sony. Alright, so moving on. I think we're finally getting to... Uh, Shang-Chi. Finally. Yeah. To the Shang-Chi. Yeah. Yes. Love I'm it. super excited about this. Oh, stuff. dude. So, dude, I can't tell you enough, but what I really love about this is the callback, though. The callback... Of Shang Chi to Iron Man, yes, is phenomenal. Ten, what, uh, ten rings. Yeah, no, but I'm thinking of the years in the making because we just yeah. reached ten years. This comes out in next year. Yeah, uh, so twenty twenty one. Okay, okay. Two so. twelve twenty twenty one. I thought we got two Marvel movies next year. What two Marvel movies are we getting? Um, oh, the Eternals and Black Widow. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twelve years in the making. Uh-huh. We're getting callbacks from twelve years ago. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And it's still like it's still current enough to where people are able to pick up on it. Oh yeah. Oh my god. 
I picked up on it immediately. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, but something 12 years old. I know. It's beautiful. I, I, this is like, this is beautiful. This the is, only other thing that you could have done that with would be Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Oh, of course. Of course you could have done Oh, well, Star Wars, no question. But, but, but you know what? To be honest with you, that's what they're doing. They're creating a... They're creating a, a I think they've created it. No, it's they, there. Oh, it's, it's there. There's no doubt about it. I think and there's, and there's, more, there's more pieces now. on the chess table, yeah. too, yeah. than Star Wars has. So... Even though Star Wars' galaxies extend way, yeah. way beyond yeah, the, the books and everything else like that. And, oh, yeah, yeah, but else. you could say the same thing about the comics. Yeah. Exa- oh, well, true, yeah. But so Shang-Chi, and uh, it's called The Legend of the Ten Rings, mm-hmm. and uh, the villain is going to be Mandrake. The Mandarin? Or Mandarin. Um, no. Not Mandrake. Mandarin. <laughs> so, um, so, again, you see this in Iron Man One, when he's being, and again, I don't, I don't think they want to. Iron like, Man One, Iron Man Three, they don't want possible tiebacks to um, yeah, but they Ant don't Man want, the Wasp. As but well. the one that that one where Tony's like being held, and he has it like, and again, they they're trying to stay away from using the term terrorist. Yeah. You know what I mean, or whatever. Yeah, but, but the, they have the backdrop the behind him, and he has ten the, rings, the ten rings, yeah. things behind him, and all that type of stuff. So, but anyway, so. Regardless of that, basically, so do you understand what the Ten Rings are, though? Yeah, yeah, it's so, a terrorist but, organization. That well, but the Ten yeah. Rings for um, Mandarin, though, too. So no, the Ten no. Rings, basically, he has ten rings that he wears on yeah. his hands, very similar to the Infinity Gauntlet type yeah, situation. Yeah. So he wears these, and he and he rules, you know, with these rings. And from time to time, what he'll do is he'll pull these rings off. Like one ring off, and he'll give it to somebody to go complete yeah. some type of diabolical task or whatever it might be. But obviously, the dude's evil as heck. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no question about that. But um, so, not to go. T- okay, so we they also cast they cast the person too. Mm-hmm. So, but before I get into the casting, well, no, we'll talk about who's being cast because I don't think these aren't going to matter to most people because you're not going to know them. Yeah, um, he's a. I mean, he didn't even know. So the the casting just happened. Yeah. They they did a screen test the Tuesday before. Yeah. They did the Marvel comic yeah. uh, Comic Con panel. So yeah, so they have. Uh, he's only a week and a half mm-hmm. has been casted uh, at this point. So then I'm going to tell you the backlash of all this too, though, which I think is very interesting, which I never thought about, which I thought was phenomenal, and it was brought up on a on a podcast that I or a YouTube that I watch, but. What's YouTube? It is called uh, Beyond the Trailer. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's really, she's really good. By the way, I mean, she's she's a little hard to take at first, but once you get past her, she she has good content. Um, and she's read a ton of comic books too. She's got cred. She's deaf. This woman's got cred. So her name is um um I I want to call her Rudolph. That's not the right name though. Uh, Beyond the Trailer. You look it up. It's good stuff. Um, anyway, so uh, Simu Liu or L I U E. Yeah, Simu Liu. Liu, he um, he plays in a, he played in a movie called Bad Blood, but he also does a uh, sitcom in Canada called Kim's Convenience, which oh, is available that, yeah. on Netflix. Oh, that's cool! I'll have to check it out. So you you can definitely see the guy there. But the thing is, he's Chinese Canadian, so his he was born in China. His parents immigrated Art to Canada. Canada. Yeah. And he's obviously yeah. Chinese Canadian yeah. now at this point. Yeah, he made he made a joke about that on the panel too. He came out speaking Mandarin. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, I didn't even understand what I was saying. Yeah, 
So then they cast the Mandarin. They cast Tony, um, and again I'll butcher his name. Tony. Chiu Wild. No. Uh, Liang. Li Li Young. Yeah. Li Young, I believe. Yeah. yeah, his full name is Tony. Chiu Wiao. Yeah. Liun. Okay. So. I'm this butchering is, that, but this is the scenario that's going on right now. So, and again, I don't think this belongs in movies, but it, it exists, and we can't escape it. So, this guy is basically the comparison to like he, in China, he's Harrison Ford. Okay, he's every good guy, every movie, he, and he is a ginormous star mm-hmm. in China. I mean. Mm-hmm. To the level of they compare him to Harrison Ford. Yeah. So he plays in China, all the good guys. Yeah. Okay. So now he's playing the Mandarin. Western movie he gets to put in playing the bad guy. Yeah. Okay. okay. But but I'm just telling you I'm just telling you the backlash here. <laughs> Hold on. So so now we have a Chinese kid who has defected from China to Canada who's going to be playing the good, the good guy. guy, and we have. China's hometown hero yeah, playing, just, dude, I get it completely. Understand what you're saying. Yeah. Hey, we accept, we accept, you know, English Spider-Mans and, you know. Well, uh, you no, know. What, what I'm saying is that, that if you look at, uh, so take Dragon Ball, right? Dragon Ball, there was an arc um, with, uh, with Boo. Um, uh, and Boo was... The epitome of the he was specifically created to be the epitome of the American way. He was he was fat. He he consumed everything that he could. That was his his whole thing. He created he turned everything into chocolate and consumed it. That was his his story arc. And um, he was the biggest bad within the series of Dragon Ball Z. So we have stuff like that, which most people in America do ha- have no problem with. But then you have um, you have the same, the first time, or not the first time, but, but whenever you do it to China, and, and not intentionally doing it on the same I don't, premise. I don't think it's intentional. I don't think it's intentional at all. I don't at all. But then you have people all up in arms. Like, I'm so sick and tired of the PC culture on this type of stuff. But yeah, the rub is this. The revenue... That you receive from China, yes. When it comes to movies, yes, it's huge. Is, is, is absolutely yeah. obscene. Yes. So they, they have a billion and a half people. Yeah, but at some point, when does when does art transcend PC? I mean, at some point, we have to say. Well, guys, art art leads PC. I, I mean, you know, I mean, there's there's this just, there's I, this curve to where to where art. Art leads politics, and we're not going into politics, but art, art leads, leads politics. Art leads politics. Um, whenever you see things, typically, whenever you see things change within politics, there's some form of art that's came before that 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 depicts that change before politics do. And I mean, you see it now with some politics that are happening with this PC culture, and that's definitely come from Hollywood, and Hollywood's kind of driven that change. Um, through, uh, through a lot of what they've done, not necessarily within the art, but people that create the art are talking well, about. The people it, so that like create that. the art drive that yeah. that, that view and, yeah. and so forth. Of course, um, 
But I think that, you know, as much as, like, we can just discount this and say, you know what, get over it. Yeah. This is a real, this is not to us, but to China, this is a real issue. Yeah. And he's getting, Tony's getting a ton of backlash for this. In China? Yeah, because they don't want this. And they think that this is, this is... They, they, I mean, again, I'm not saying. Now, speaking. is it coming from the people in China? Well, that's my point. Coming? I don't, I can't, I'm not saying this from a yeah. global perspective. I don't yeah. have any type of inside site, which, but I do, I'm not going to talk about the inside site that I have of, of this, of the percussions yeah. of this. But understanding that Marvel movies have the impact that they do and, and the power that these movies have, which we can clearly see when we just talked about the revenue numbers from yeah. this. They have influence. They hold. They hold like half of the top fifty charts now. Exactly. Yeah. So the bottom line is that's going on, and I, you know, in my heart of hearts is like I can tell you this, and I went back after we talked about this, like what probably four or five weeks ago, when I heard this was being made, and I got all excited about it. I went back and I started reading some of the um, the old uh, Shang Chi comics. Yeah. Dude, they are racist as heck. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie yeah. about it. I mean, just even with Fu Manchu and the mustache and the whole, the, like all that type of yeah. stuff. So, I mean, even getting like member Egghead or the, the what was, it was Fu and in DC it was Fu Man. Yeah, and it was the egg with the big mustache. Yeah. It was it was a ridiculous character, which was so stupid. But yeah. they did that, and but again, it, it's contextual and it, it's time because these 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 comics are so old. Mm-hmm. But the premise talking about the, something that happened in the '60s. Yeah, but the, you're talking about the premise of the character though. And what I like about the character that is uh, Shang Chi, though, is that he doesn't have a like a a, a, um, a non-human um, superpower. He's just a master of martial arts. Yeah, you know, he's like the Chuck Norris. He's the he's the epitome of the old school kung fu movies. Yeah. to where they're flying from treetop to treetop. Yeah, and it was just it's it's you master this art form. Well enough until you transcend the abilities of the normal yeah. human being. Well, let's be honest too. I mean, you're talking about a time period where Bruce Lee was was very resonant yeah. and very on people's well, mind. And not only know, that, but they, yeah. I mean, there's some truth to it too. Like um, there was a there was a series on History Channel um, that was like uh, the um, that that dove into different martial arts and different things and like and the human body and how the human body is changed whenever you you practice and and master a martial art. Yeah. And so they went and took like, like they, they took impact, um, pads, um, that they like measure on like crash, crash yeah. test dummies and stuff and put them on like punching bags and had martial arts kick the martial artists kick these punching bags. And they were, they were getting the same results as if you were to be hit by a car going at like 60 miles per hour. Oh, yeah. And so like, and then not only that, but then people that go and take these kicks yeah. and that are able to be fine. So they, they, they went and did that and they, yeah. they took like thermal imaging yeah. of people as they took kicks from like martial artists took kicks from other mastered yeah. martial artists. Did, did they have so, like, they, please tell me they had a tough subject like you or me that had no, no, no martial arts no, 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 <laughs> And your rib is in yeah. your ear. And Tom was in the hospital for a week, a coma for two days. But it goes no. back. I think it harkens back. And I think you're in that wheelhouse when we are talking about, like, Bruce Lee. I don't... I mean, everyone knows Bruce Lee. Obviously, yeah. he's iconic. He is... Yeah. I mean, he is martial arts. Him and Chuck Norris. But Jackie I, Chan. And, well, ja- oh, Jackie Chan's a whole other... That's yeah. another thing. We, that's his, That could be a podcast in itself with Jackie Chan, too. But 
Um, I think that, um, like, even with Bruce Lee, you're talking about that, but they always talked about how uh, he could, like, be, like, two inches away from Six you. Six-inch punch, yeah. Yeah, and just, like, boom, and hit you, and, you know, yeah. all that type of stuff. And it's just, I mean, it's, it, 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 and there's um, Jason Lee, or, Jason Lee? Jason? Was it Jason Lee? Brandon Lee? Brand, no, not, and that was The Crow. Yeah. I'm talking about um, the one that um, it was out in the early 90s, I believe. It was uh, Enter the Dragon. Not Enter the Dragon. It was uh, it was the story of Bruce Lee and was played by... Yeah, I think it was Jason Lee. Jace, Jason Lee, right. Yeah. He did. Uh, he also did the... Um, he did the other version of uh, the Disney's uh, The Jungle Book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and again, the guy never did anything else really much after that. But that movie, I thought, was really a pretty good... Because I read a biography on, um, on Bruce Lee. Fascinating, 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 fascinating. And it's like, you know, it's really... Not to mention... Dragon, the story the, of Bruce Oh, Lee. the dragon, yeah. The dragon, yeah. That's really good. I mean, again, it doesn't... I don't think it holds up, really, as well, because of just the way it was filmed and so forth. But the content of that movie is yeah. really good. And the, and in the beyond in the biography that I read about him too, it just like when you realize what Bruce was capable of and what he was able to do, yeah, and then also to do in the guise at the time of the racial situations and things like that too, and he faced a ton of that because it wasn't that long ago when you're talking the '60s. It was twenty something years ago. We were rounding up the Japanese and putting them in camps. Yeah, yeah. So World I mean, War II. yeah, from World War Two. So yeah. I mean, there was a forties. Yeah, back in the forties. So it's it's like when you start to like really piece together the challenges that Bruce had to face to get to where he was to be able to do what he did, and it's very interesting. It's like a study in management. It's a study in leadership. It's a study in a lot of different things. But I mean, yeah. Bruce was such a yeah. such an impactful His... character. And I think that's why you're seeing kids that are like 10 years old still walking around wearing yeah. Bruce Lee shirts. Well, and there's I, that there's you know, the kid that like has all perfected that, oh, that's the, fantastic. Yeah. the Bruce Lee uh, movements from Enter the Dragon. If and I'm telling you right now, if you're listening, if you don't go out and watch that little yeah. kid in that yellow and in yellow yeah, and yeah, he's got the yellow black and black tracksuit. Uh, I'm gonna call it black and gold because yeah. I mean, obviously, he's a Steeler fan. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Um, by the way, uh, Steeler Camp opened today, so uh, let's go Big Ben. But uh, side note. Um, anyways, I, I think that, you know, I don't think that um, when people talk about leaders and they talk about, you know, inspirational people and they talk about game changers and they talk about cultural icons and things like that, Bruce is left out, and I think that's yeah. wrong. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I appreciate everything else that these other folks have done to advance the rights of everybody else, but really, we're starting to see this movement. We're just now starting to see this Asian-American type of movement, and it's just like uh, one of the characters that's going to be in this movie as well is uh, Aquafina. She's going to be in it too, and she was the second Asian only, the second Asian only ever to host Saturday Night Live. Which oh. I thought was bizarre to me. I couldn't believe that, you know. But that that is that is uh, is a fact. So, yeah, she's um, obviously she's the one from Crazy Rich Asians, and she's done yeah. some other stuff. And she does some of the she which did, uh, the guy that that's that leads the cast isn't it? Wasn't he on Crazy, Crazy Rich Asians? The, uh, the guy that plays uh, 
Sh- uh, um, the main character. Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. No, he wasn't it. Oh, wasn't no. it? No. Uh-uh. You're thinking of the guy from um, um, the other one that... Uh, the Eternals? No. Um, it's slipping my name. It's slipping my mind right now. Yeah, but anyways, I mean, that's a... I mean, we're completely getting off board, but I mean, it drives me back when I think about the way that these people are feeling about this stuff. It's, it's just interesting to see that, you know, when they come here, it's not just... You're, you're Asian American. You could be Japanese. You could be Chinese, or whatever it is. But you kind of, you know, get it put into those categories. But bottom line is, I just hope that this doesn't cause any friction or cause any disruption to this movie. And I think I want people to just accept that this movie is going to be, you know, what it is, and just move forward with it. And you know, I'm excited about it. The guy that they have picking it, that they picked to play him, looks like the guy. Looks like him. Uh-huh. You know, so I'm good. I'm all good with everything that's been casted. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this this is one that, one of those movies to where like I would I don't I'm not typically like big into like you know you have to cast this race or anything like that. Like the the jungle or the the Lion King stuff. Well, I had a very good cast. I, I don't think that was necessary. Yeah, it's animals. I don't think it was necessary to to cast. I had somebody talk to me about this last week or this past week. About how it was important that they cast African Americans with the Lion King because it's from Africa. I'm like, how many of these African Americans that were in Lion King have been to Africa? Much less like they're Americans. Like, um, I was in I was in the military. Um, whenever when I was in the military, I had this one guy who was black, and he was he was talking about like, somebody called him an African American once. He's like, I'm not an African American. They're like, yeah, you are an African American. He goes. I've never been to Africa. He's like, I'm not from Africa. I'm yeah. from America. And like, I, I just don't get it. Like, I mean, and I'm not from the culture. I'm not like presuming that I should get it. I'm just saying like, like, like let's just cast good actors and all these. But yeah. this one, I would rather see Asian actors playing in a Kung Fu movie. It's just like, I mean, like Mulan. Yeah, Same exactly. Situation. I mean, like- I wouldn't want to see, um, you know, uh, whomever yeah. name it as Mulan that if she wasn't Asian. Right. I mean, it's just, I mean, and, and, and don't get me wrong. I, I do think that Asian Americans have been slighted and also not just slighted, but I think they've also been portrayed in such a comedic and inappropriate way. We can go back to Breakfast at Tiffany. We can go back to all those uh, other... The, 16 Candles? You know, oh, well, but I mean... But Automobile? He, yeah. yeah, but I mean, but the thing is, though, he was who he was yeah. versus taking a character that we know as being Chinese and then putting a white person in that role. Yeah. Or putting a, you know, any, put a Mexican in the role, put anybody in the role. It's the same thing, you know? And, you know, to be honest with you, I mean, you can, you can pull this argument through to a lot of different things. It's like, you know, you have, um, um, the, what's his name? Um, uh, well, like, well, not Antonio Banderas, but the, um, there's another guy that he, he plays Italian guys all the time. He's not Italian. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, they don't get me wrong, on, um, but he's yeah, very good. He's a very yeah. good actor, and I love his work, and I don't have any problem with him playing an Italian guy. Yeah. You know, I don't have problem with people playing an Irish guy either. You know, I'm Irish. Yeah. I don't have any problem with people other people playing Irish people. But, I mean, I, I, I mean, but I do understand that, you know, 
it's easier to transition a, 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 a you know, a, we're, we're definitely getting to some hot areas here, if I can tell you right oh, now. Yeah. But the issue is, like, to me, it's like, you know, if you, I could see people playing, like, in Irish, I mean, I look Italian, I'm yeah. Irish. Yeah. You know what I mean? I look Italian, but I'm Irish. 100% Irish. So, yeah. yes, there are dark-haired Dark skinned people from Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're not all. They don't all, all pasty, look like me. They're not all pasty white redheads. So, yeah. um, but I think that you know, it, it's like again, as long as they can portray it and make it believable, then I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? And that guy's name's going to pop with me before this podcast is over, and I will. Garcia, yeah. um, Andy Garcia, Andy Garcia, mm. very talented guy. Played, I don't know how many mobsters he's played, but he's done a really good job in all of them. He's played yeah. really... I love his character. I like him as an actor. I think he's great. I don't think he gets enough roles. Yeah. You know? So, but, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, I just hope that it's... What we need to do, I think, it's with just, these it's roles same. is we need to be sensitive to the roles, understand the roles... And make smart decisions. It's the same litmus test that I brought up. I forget what we were talking about at the time, but I brought up, you know, if you if you say something about one race in any particular context, and you can't say the same thing against the same or t- towards another race, um, then you're you're in the wrong. And mm-hmm. you know, it, it's you know, with the exception of that, that the character has to fit this and and this character. You know, the Lion King. It, it's like you said, it's animated. The characters you're not you're not seeing the characters. It doesn't, and they're they're animals. Yeah. You know, it doesn't really matter what the skin color of the actor is, as long as they're a good actor. And then the same thing goes for you know, unless it's it's you cannot the the character's storyline is based upon the color of their skin. Then mm-hmm. you can't really go and like American uh, Amer- uh, American History X, right? You yeah. couldn't have cast. A black guy within the lead role of American History X, or the film wouldn't have worked out, right? It had to be a no. white guy. No, but I don't mean to laugh at it, but, I mean, but yeah, I mean, but that's just how yeah. hypocritical it could be. Yeah, yeah. So you know, mm-hmm. but the the same thing goes. Like the there are certain circumstances where the race fits the character. There, yeah. but if the if and that's not the place, yeah, it has to be that. Yes, but if it's not that way, it had that has to be that way. Yeah. But if it if it doesn't fall within those lines, then yeah. I could care less. Yeah, and the same thing for nationality; like it doesn't yeah. matter. Well, you know what? I take a me. Pollyannish approach to, to, to race. To be honest with you, I grew up in the military. You you were in, in the, the military. military. I grew up in it. I was so a brat. I was as well, surrounded. Yeah. You were a brat. I was a brat. I was surrounded by so many cultures. And you know what? It wasn't a cultural thing for me. You know what? It, again, Pollyannish look at it. We're Americans. And that's the bottom line. You know what I mean? Yeah. I that's we were all Americans. It didn't matter that. Yeah. One friend that was you know you know half Filipino. I had one friend that was this. I had one friend that was this or what. One I had one friend that was half French. It, it it didn't matter. I mean we were just that's who we were. That's the fabric of America, and we move on. You know what I mean? So I look at it as like you know what you're American or you're not American. And and that and that's really it. I mean, I don't I don't want to take it and try to distill it down to something so simple as that. But that's kind of how I view it. And I don't really try to look at it as any type of race of any kind. But 
you know, maybe like I said, it's Pollyannish in my view, but that's how I view individuals. So, yeah. but anyways, moving on. Shang Chi, looking forward to it. Can't wait. Yeah. I think that this guy hopefully he has some martial art chops, but if he doesn't, I'm sure they'll get a sub in that can do it. But he has the look. He has the facial structure. Oh, he needs to grow his hair out a little bit because his hair's a little too short. Mm-hmm. But um, but for the most part, you know, I mean, the um, what I really liked about when I went back and I started looking at those uh, those re uh, those old those old books and they're old and they're old. Like I said, you'll definitely if you go back and look at them, you'll start to see like, wow, that guy. Oh, they'll released. they'll re-release those. Yeah, old oh, they do, and they're, they're going to have to clean them up. Yeah, but when they do re-release them, I mean, I'm sure the artwork will get cleaned up too. But um, you know, a lot of a lot of like just the visuals is what I love because you got like the flying kick, s- swinging the nunchuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, how sweet is that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Next thing, in the next scene, he swings a nunchuck. He's flying over the guy in a tumble, whipping out a few stars. You know yeah. exactly what you expect to see, like yeah. some ninja ninja stuff. Yeah. You know, and that's what you want. You know, let's get back to what we really want to see. Yes. What do we want to see? Nunchucks, ninja stars, bow staffs, yeah. psi swords. Yeah. You know, God help us if he gets a katana. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's really what I want to see, and I think that we're going to get it in this. And I hope they, I hope they don't downplay that. But I don't want to take it too campy, though. I want it to be in context, though. Yeah. So um, we can th- move on from Shang Chi. But... Uh, I want to touch one more thing. Um, okay. Did you did you hear about the um, tie-in on uh, on Ant Man and the Wasp to the Mandarin? Yes. Yeah. The yeah. thing to where the the person that's wanting to buy uh i forget what who, who's the guy that's um rivaling um stark the guy that was in iron man 2 that was uh creating well, the other you do realize too that the, iron ten, man the, the 10 in 10 rings the 10 rings were also trying to buy technology from, from stark prim oh prim yeah from prim yeah hey, you remember prim. that they yeah. talked about that pim not prim huh pim pim i'm yeah. not prim pim but yeah, they talked about they talked about this other organization wanting to buy this technology, which was yeah. pre WASP technology, yeah. and it was um, it was them, it was that yeah. organization. So, yeah. So, time to both hands. No, the the girl or the the guy that um, that the WASP meets um, in and Ant Man and the WASP uh, in the cafe, to where with the. Um, where Ant Man and Hank Pym are in the um, van watching her as she goes in there mm-hmm. and like tries to do the deal where she gets the the piece that they need. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. okay. It's just coming back to me now. Yeah. Okay. So the guy that that's there is the guy that was rivaling um, Stark Industries, right? Okay. But he's supposedly working for the Mandarin in that. Oh, really? And the ah. the stuff. The reason that he was that client that he was talking about was. The Mandarin. Okay, dude. So, I wonder. I wonder. Like, okay. So you got that right? Did you? Not. I didn't get that until just recently. Just recently. Okay. I would be very interested to see how many other little Mandarin tentacles are in. We need to do that. We need to figure that out. We need to now that now that like phase three is complete. There's tentacles. I feel that there's tentacles, especially when you get a tie back like so far like we talked about. Yeah. Five so, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iron Man 1, 2, 3. Yeah. Um, Ant-Man 1, 2, and that's just like off the top of our head. That's interesting. I really want to look at that now. Yeah. That's... 
Dude, if they do that, if they did that, if they did that and they do this now, yeah. dude, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Kevin Feige's a genius. He, hey, I'm putting him right there. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So, um, Shang-Chi, then we have WandaVision. Yeah. It's going out. And so, um, this directly ties into uh, the next, um, the next uh, Doctor Strange 2. So, I mean... It's yeah. it's definitely going to go into that and um, directly into that. It's supposed to be a precursor to okay, that so, movie. All right, what are we talking about first? So Doctor Strange? Or no, or WandaVision. So WandaVision is is going to be a precursor into Doctor Strange too. Yeah, because so, they do tie. Yeah. yeah so right. the the theory, the current running theory, and um, I, I can contribute this to um, completely to um, Josh from. Uh, the Underwater States. Now from uh, Den of Nerds okay. on YouTube. Um, but he has has pulled from Reddit um, talking about... Um, it's definitely conf- been confirmed that, that this is going to be a precursor, but how this is going to be a pre- precursor is still in question. He's pulled from Reddit that possibly it's going to be that uh, similar to the House of M within the comics mm-hmm. to where... Um, Wanda goes and Scarlet Witch goes and uh, creates a completely alternate reality to get back to the vision. That's what it's leading towards. Mm-hmm. Um, this, it wasn't the case with that wasn't the particular case within House of M, but those similar circumstances. Well, but now yeah. now it's 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 well, okay, directly. Can I stop for a second then? So what is the the case within House of Hell? Yeah, so let's talk about that, and then I want to talk she about does, what I think. She does something similar to this, what she did with the Soviet courts, or with, okay. with Soviet, to where like something happens, to where um, it's it's so detrimental to her that she's trying to reverse the clock on it, and okay. um, she goes and creates a completely alternate reality where that doesn't happen, and then that leads into um, the that that the the X-Men are now having to go and, and break that reality to join it back to the original reality. Wouldn't that be nice if we could bring the X-Men? Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> um, I don't happen, think that they're... Not going to happen, but... That's not how it's going to happen, but no. I've got some theories on that, too. Well, I think my theory, when I when I looked at this and the WandaVision type of situation, I thought that immediately, especially when they said the tie was going to go back, and again, I'm only speculating, I'm completely speculating on this, too. Mm. That um, because of the, you know, with Strange and the, the multi-dimensions and all the things and with her abilities and all that type of stuff, that she, with her, with, I mean, let's be honest, that's, her true love is, is the vision. The vision, yeah. Right? So there's, there's a couple things that we have to talk about when okay. we're talking about these two things. The, the first thing is we have, we have to get into Dr. Strange, um, the multiverse madness. Yeah. We can't talk with one without the other, yeah. Yeah, so... The bad guy within the multiverse of madness is going to be a nightmare. Yeah. And nightmare feeds upon those things, yep. those, those, um, those wants and those regrets. And so I don't think that it's necessarily going to be, be um, Wanda. Which of one her, can, can I stop? Which one comes out first? WandaVision. Okay. So I don't think I don't think we're going to see nightmare a whole lot, at least until the end of WandaVision, um, if he's going to show up within WandaVision at all. Um, but I don't think that the catalyst for her creating this ultimate, ultimate, alternate 
dimension, this new universe. You don't think it's to get back to vision? I think it is to get back to vision, but I don't think it's going to be, she's going to be the, the necessarily the, the singular catalyst that's doing this. I think that the nightmare is going to be driving her to do it. Oh, I like that. And then I like that. she's been confirmed to be the team up within Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness. Okay. So, so that, I like what you just said. That really makes it more, that makes yeah. it so much better. Yeah. So much better. Because this was like number two of my, didn't really, like, this is like Falcon, then this. Because yeah. it was like, uh, yeah. I don't, I'd be honest with you, I'm not going to lie. These two characters, I could like take or leave. Yeah. As far as like visuals and just like their, I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand the impact of vision and everything. Yeah. But the, the deal with these two characters, and I like the, I think that both the actors that play fantastic jobs, and especially the Vision. I think he's really, really talented. They're yeah. Really good. Really, really talented. And he's guy. been in the MCU since day one. Too. Oh yeah, he's he's. I mean, don't get me wrong. He, that's not. It's not about talent to me. It's just about personal preference. Mm-hmm. But when you bring that little caveat in, what you just said, because mine was like, is this going to be some story about how she like tries? To no, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be. She gets him again, only to have to lose him again. Well, it's always going to be that. I think it's going to be what we're going to see with her is chasing him. Yeah. But I think that what I really like what you just said is if it's going to be like her trying to do this and then we find out later on towards the end that it's Nightmare that's driving these decisions Mm -hmm. that she's trying to do that's going to then bring Doctor Strange in to kick some ass. You know what I mean? Then Mm -hmm. I'm good with that because like, oh, Strange. I love Strange. People poo-pooed that movie. I thought it was really. I good. thought it was really good. I thought I just definitely opens people, up the doors for oh, stuff. Really cool. I stuff. don't think people really appreciated the movie. I, I mean, uh-huh. I I don't know if they. I just don't think people got it. I just don't think they got it. I don't think they under, yeah. understand and appreciated it. And I think uh, Cumberbatch did such a great job with that. Oh, yeah. He he is that character yeah. without question. He's that character, yeah. and he does sit. I mean, he's. Once he does that, he's beyond, he's beyond talented. Yeah, beyond his BBC version of Sherlock. Yeah, it, go back and watch that. Anybody, if you want to be entertained, and you have yeah. these are so good. And how's the other guy from The Hobbit? The yeah, it's that, it's not like very long runs either. They're no, they're no, typical they're, BBC. They're movies. Styles. They're it's, an hour and a half a piece. Yeah, an hour like and a half movie. movies. Yeah, and they're five runs per season. It is so. Those are so well done. And Sherlock is a character. Which we have another Sherlock coming out soon too with uh, uh, with Downey too. He's going to be coming. Oh, okay. They're doing yeah. another one. Yeah, yeah, they're going to do another one. And um, but these ones on the BBC with him, gold. Uh-huh. I mean, they're really good. And uh, I can't say enough about the, his character. I mean, his character. I think. I mean, just let's not forget Star Trek too. Yeah, you yeah. Know? He I was con. Yeah, he was con. So yeah, the guys really. I keep on forgetting that he's done that. I mean, think about it. This guy is like Comic Con gold. Mm-hmm. Like he could show up as Con, he could show up as Doctor Strange. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're gonna have show people off the door. You know? Yeah. But but um, I, I I think if that's what you're saying, it might lead to. Yeah. I love it. I love that direction. Yeah, they've got to tie it in somehow, and I think that's probably gonna how they're gonna tie it in. But, I mean, Kevin Feige came out and said that this is gonna be the weirdest thing that they've done so far. Well. So, and I think that's what happened with talking the strange about movie. It was the weirdest movie they ever did. Yeah, yeah. Talking about WandaVision, he said that that's gonna, this is going to be the strangest thing yeah. that Marvel's done so far. Yeah, and that's one book that I did, I did read a little bit. Um, I did, and again, I didn't read a ton of it, but I read enough Doctor Strange 
to realize that this was what what drew what what really attracted me to Strange is it was a it was a change it was definitely a change from what I normally read and it was definitely very interesting it's very unique in its storytelling and the way that they approach things and that's what draws me to Constantine as we talked about yeah. that before it draws me to that because it's like kind of like a refreshing change from like your badass superhero guy which I love which I love don't get me wrong I prefer like you know butt kicking superhero guys but I still like that other type of character that's more cerebral and the, that's what these characters are and I think with Doctor Strange in that movie I don't think people understood and appreciated the quality and the time and the correctness that was put into that movie because it was yeah. it was spot on yeah. it was really good very much like um uh, Ditko-esque yeah. to where there's a bunch of Steve Ditko um, tie-ins there. It was a very acid-trippy type of thing to where um, that is pulled directly from the but comics. I, what I do like is that they're taking... The, the, the way they're weaving this tapestry, though, Yeah. in Phase 4, is, is which is which is great because it really... I mean, again, looking at it from a business model, they're weaving this in a way that you got to watch it all. Yeah, you gotta watch it all. You yeah. have to watch it all. Yeah, I mean they've they've we'll we'll talk we'll talk about where it's after we talk about everything we'll talk about where it's going, but they've got they've got people that are into it as much as we are and 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 know as much as I know about it that there are several different avenues that they go in and I don't know which one they are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean it's gonna be interesting to see. I we don't know anything more about it other than what we've talked about it, so we'll. We'll move on. Um, the next thing that's coming out at the same time that WandaVision is coming out is Loki. Yeah. So, Finally, we can find out what the hell's happened with Loki because I was so worried about that and I've been worried about it. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to explain where he went after he grabbed that Tesseract. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the first thing because I was going to bring Because you, if you remember, yeah, after we didn't Endgame, know. I kept yeah. questioning that. Yeah, so so we've gotten confirmation that's the Loki that we're following. Yep. It's, exactly. not, the local, it's not the Loki that... We know within the main universe, it's the Loki that has um, has stolen the Tesseract at the end of Endgame and has not went down the redemption path that Loki has yeah. within does, the main. Does he ever... Does he, he oh, may go down the path. He goes down the path, but he strays. I think he, at the end of... I think within his arc, within Infinity War, he, he redeemed himself. Oh, he... Yes. Yes, I but, agree with that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it took to but that point. But if you point. know Loki, yeah. it's, the, it's, it's yeah. fleeting. Yeah. And that's what I love about Loki. Yeah, but and, you, it, it has to end at that point. Yeah. Or else it's like, like it did with an Infinity War to where, okay, well, you've redeemed yourself. Don't You don't have enough time to screw it up. Yeah. That's the end of the character in that instance. So... Yeah, but I mean, um, it'll be interesting. That's, not, that's, that's, that's we, 2021, which, too. That's 2021. That's the same time that WandaVision comes out. Yeah. So, Fall do you, 2021. first off, the guy that, that's doing this, who is the creative uh, writer and the producer of this, mm-hmm. is uh, Michael Waldron, Rick and Morty. Oh, dude. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, it's going to answer the questions of where he was when he grabbed the Tesseract and. That's all I want to know. I want yeah, to know so I mean, what he did. It definitely he, seems yeah. like they're going like down a quantum leap type of thing because yeah. he goes back into 
the um, we we see the, the 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 screen still that we've seen of this has been Loki in front of the Jaws, uh, nineteen seventy one yeah, um, poster yeah. poster of of Jaws Was it or seventy one. I don't know, but anyways, the anyway, 1970s, 70s. Um, uh, with with the not the poster, but like the title screen on a, a, a movie marquee, theater, yeah, yeah, the marquee behind them, and so it definitely seems like they're going like the quantum leap type of route where mm. he's going to be jumping through time. Well, but that's what with he does, Tesseract. yeah. You know, I I, I love Loki, Lo- and Hiddleston, yeah, Loki. oh oh, been fantastic. In, uh, that's one thing I Once can again. say that I love. Like we can, the dude came in for Thor too. Like to think about like how he came in for Thor, and yeah. they're like, I actually no, but and then it worked out so well. That, oh, that. he's so good. He's so he. I I I love him as much as I love Thor. Yeah. I I really do, and I think that uh, you know one you can't first off you can't have one without the other. Yeah. You know you really can't. Well, and, I were going to, but yeah, we're going to get to that yeah. point, but yeah. But um, I think Hiddleston does such a great job with that character, and um, th- what I really liked what they what they've done in the MCU too is that they've been able to retain these people no matter the platform, uh-huh. because Hiddleston's a screen actor. Yeah, he's not a TV actor. You know, he's and, a he's a um, he's also uh, like Broadway type of actor. Oh, too. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, but they've. They've retained these people, and they're putting them on the platforms that where these characters fit and make sense. Because when you think about what we're going to see on Disney+, Plus, mm-hmm. what we're going to see at the movie theater, they're going to be different. But I think that what they've, the way they chose to display their you know, cadre of characters is smart. And I think that they're putting them on the right platforms where you're going to get the right type of interest to yeah. still continue to watch... And you're gonna get the you're gonna get the attention needed for the character too. Yeah, exactly. Like you're, oh, you're putting those like the questions that we had about Falcon and our soldier. Those things have to be addressed, and yeah. they're gonna be addressed within that that yeah. um, series. And then same thing with with Loki. Like you've got to relive like some type of arc. Whether he's gonna go, which way is he gonna go down? Without Thor, is he gonna be able to go down the same redemption yeah. arc on his own, or is yeah. it that Thor is anchor on that? Right. So yeah, great. I can't wait. I, I think I, I, that's one I'm really looking forward to. Really, really, really looking forward to that. So after that, um, we've got Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, we spoke a lot about on this. Um, the the one other thing that I have to say about this, um, and then I'll let leave, let you add anything to it. Um, Kevin Feige specifically said that the multiverse is real. Within the MCU, um, that even though Quentin Beck was lying about it, that it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist, and that this is proof of it. So they are going to, um, going to introduce the or reintroduce the concept in a real way of the multiverse being a thing. Really? Yeah. Within this. Well, maybe only makes sense. It only makes sense. It uh, only makes sense. Anything else on that? I got a lot, Josh, but okay. you know what I mean. That's that's that's. I, I think that's almost a separate conversation. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think we continue to seriously. Well, I know they're gonna have a lot on I, 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 oh my Thor. Goodness. I got, I got, I do have a lot on Thor, but 
Wow. That's um that's a lot to talk about right there. Don't you think? Yeah, I, I mean I we'll think do, we can do another episode on the multiverse. I think we got I you know what? I think how about next week? We'll talk about okay. multiverse, multiverse next week. Next yeah. Week. Right, that's fine. Because um, I think that no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not yeah, going to do we'll, it. I'm, we'll gonna, I'm just going to shut it down right now because this will take us into another hour-long conversation. <laughs> and I just, I, I just definitely, I definitely want to dig deeper into that because there's so much there. But um, yeah, let's let that slip for a minute. <laughs> uh, the What If series, we've, um, we haven't gotten any real confirmation on how they're going to produce it. We have gotten confirmation that they're going to use the real actors for what the What If series. So oh, it's going to be a, oh, yeah. so the What If thing. Dude, I'm so excited about that. Yeah, that was a great. Those are those are fantastic. Yeah. Those are so good. Whenever you can, like they they take. Well, all right. So you know what what if is. Yeah. So but the first those, episode, as an example, for one of the episodes they're doing on this series, they're taking if what if Peggy Carter yes got the um, super soldier serum instead of Steve yes. Rogers. Yes. So they're going down that type of. Oh, yeah. these and there's so many. You can do it with anything yeah. you can think. Anything that you can think. You can of. bring in. You can introduce She-Hulk into this. Oh, and you know what? We need a She-Hulk, by the way. Yeah. But these are so. These are so good. I love. I love these type of things because it takes you down these roads where this is like like nerd heaven, right? Yeah. So it's like when you and I talk about what if so and so battled so and so. Or what if so and so? What, are, yeah. you what know, if this and, happened instead yeah, of this? Exactly right. Yeah. So, I think this is going to be great. I mean, I think this is going to be. I love this. I love this concept. I love that. The, I mean, there's been there's, well, there's a comic, comic book run on this. So mm-hmm. yeah. the comic book run covered the so continued many comic different. book run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know what the lineup is. I mean, if that's really one of them, is that one that's of them? That's one of them, yeah. That's, oh, really? Yeah, that's really, so that's, that's, I don't know if that's So just the think about that. Just take what you just said, like just that. Yeah. And you said, just step back, pause, think. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. But how, how is it any more crazy than Steve Rogers? Yeah. You know what I mean? This one be little kid. It, exactly. Yeah. It, it, it makes no difference. So it's like those, it takes those critical decision points and it turns them on their head, yeah. and it just—it's. It, I, I love. I loved reading those books. Yeah, they—they they were good. The common theory is that this is going to be animated, um, but they have no, neither confirmed yeah. nor denied. Well, that. I think it has to be. It has to be. But yeah, I would, I would, I would not be. I would be more surprised if it was not animated. It's animated. I'm yeah. sure it is. Um, and then the 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 catalyst to to I'm sure a lot of your notes. Is um, Thor: Love and Thunder? Yeah. By the way, the title, the the title screen for this, looks fantastic. Yeah. Looks very reminiscent of a certain podcast logo. Yeah. That, oh, uh, I have another. Oh, I want to throw something else out. We're done with this. To remind yeah. me. Okay. So, all right. Thor: Love and Thunder. So, mm-hmm. wow. Definitely a Van Halen esque, like um. Po- oh, or, it has uh, He-Man too. look. Yeah, yeah, He-Man lookish. Yeah, yeah, it has yeah. a He-Man. It has definitely '80s yeah. slant metal, yeah. metal thunder. Yeah. You know, type of you know, which I love it. I love that type of throwback stuff. Obviously, you can tell by our logo that we definitely appreciate that genre. Yeah. <laughs> so a little bit, a little bit. So um, I like, I like that Jane Foster's coming back. Mm-hmm. In, in a way that's as strong as this. I mean, it's strong. I mean, this I mean strong. It's strong. 
Yeah. I mean, you're talking the mantle. Mm-hmm. The mantle. I mean, mm-hmm. and this is where you have to, again, try to understand that, you know, what is Thor? You know, what is Thor? Is Thor a mantle? Is Thor a person? What is Thor? According to the comics, Thor's a mantle. Under, I get it. I mean, I understand that. Right. You're right. And so, so when we get to this point, it's like when you think, okay, then it comes back to who's worthy, you uh-huh. know? And obviously, Cap was worthy. So, yeah, that, that brings up an interesting point. And what you're leading to is um, that, that Jane Foster, um, played by uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman, thank you. Star is, of Star Wars fame. Uh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah. If yeah, let's let's not go into the Padme. prequels on this episode. We can, but, we, we can, can we call her Padme? So we can call her Padme. Okay, we're yeah. just gonna call it from going forward. Natalie Portman referred to as Padme. Padme, just because I think it's important that we just we come on if we can squeeze it in, Josh, squeeze it in. <laughs> so, um, but uh, she'll be playing. She she is officially getting the 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 hammer. At least she's going to be playing Lady Thor at some point, the the new iteration of Thor. Yeah. The question is, is she is it going to be the Jane Foster that we know, or is it going to be the Jane Foster of the Endgame uh, universe that cat that they go that Raccoon and or that or is it going to be the comic book Jane Foster? The comic book Jane Foster was a woman that was ridden with ridden cancer. With cancer, yeah. So are they going to do the yeah. cancer line too? To where um, I think so. But the thing is that 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 the taking on the mantle of Thor doesn't help her with the cancer. No, it so hurts it, it hurts her because she she takes in she she's doing on chemotherapy, yeah. and by grabbing the hammer, the hammer purges all of the toxins in her body, including the chemo, uh, the uh, chemotherapy that she's yeah. on. So. Exactly. So it makes her weaker in the long Well, run. it makes her weaker in her disease, but makes her stronger yeah. at the time. Yeah. So it's this dichotomy yeah. that she faces every time she makes the transition. Yeah. And in the books, she makes the transition to, to the point that it kills her. Yeah. And then also Thor I don't think they're gonna kill her. I don't think I I don't think they're gonna kill her. No. I don't think they're gonna do this I'll thing. I don't think they're gonna I I don't think they're going to do the comic book route with the cancer thing. I don't think they're going to do anything close to the comic no. books. But uh, I mean, they're they're obviously going to take lines from the comic books, but I don't think because the 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 series is the unworthy Thor, right? And so what happens is that that well, Thor well, becomes Odin son, yeah, because he is unworthy. Um, Jane Foster picks up the mantle um, with cancer. Makes her cancer worse, and she goes and takes the mantle of Thor. Um, I think that because we have Stormbreaker in this, yeah, um, and we don't have the, yeah. we don't have um, Mjolnir anymore within our current run. It has to be somehow connected to the the other universe that we saw, the other timeline that we saw. Yeah. So. Um, I think that, yeah, that she's somehow going to be intermixed. I think that this is again coming out after, um, after Doctor Strange. Yeah, I think that Doctor Strange is going to 
introduce the theory or introduce the multiverse and then she's going to come over from a different universe and then she's going to exist alongside Thor and because you can't we, we can't start opening up but these Bob, these lines the issue is yeah. this Guardians isn't coming out until phase 5 what's been labeled as uh, past what we know of current phase 4 Thor's coming out before this this is coming out before Guardians yeah, and Guardians was delayed. But we know we know that um, that Thor's not going to play a big part, if any part, within Guardians because James Gunn said that that to to, to dismiss any rumors of so Guardians. So my against. point is, I'm not I'm not talking about how much he's going to play. No, what I'm saying is that he may the, not. But there's a continuity he, yeah. thing that needs to be fleshed yeah. out here. Yeah. So I think that the the Guardians will appear in the first part, at least. Well, and, and, then, and I don't want like we talked before. I don't want Thor in my Guardians. I yeah. want Thor. I don't want my in Guardians the beginning. in the Thor. It's not the Reese's exactly. of the world. I don't. Want, I want yeah. Thor to, in the beginning because like yeah. we need to know that he was. I mean, come on. But he what I'm saying is that and they're leaving. They're that going to do you the touch thing. on that and then you build on the Thor story afterwards. So yeah. it's not going to be just Jane Foster. You have to have Thor in there. And then you can build onto Jane Foster. Well, but, but, the, but, but, you're not but what they're going to do with this too, though, is Valkyrie is going to be a huge part in this. Yeah, that too. So Valkyrie is going to be a huge Meeg. part of this, and this Don't is going to be Meeg this... and um, what's the little guy's name with Meeg? Um, the big rock monster and the little guy that the guy that's played by oh Taika from Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, they're going to have to be in it too. Yeah. And it's Kev, it's Taika Waititi that's directing doing it. So. Yeah, so I like I love his work. I think yeah. he's really good. Yeah, I love the character that yeah, he plays too. He, he really he is good. But Valkyrie is going to have a huge part in this movie, and Valkyrie is going to. They already announced she's going to be the first. Um, I don't want to. I guess gay character. I guess or one of the first that comes out and talks about her being. Yeah, gay. Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She and, announced that she's. Yeah, was well, LGBT. Yeah, so, yeah, whatever, whatever, or whatever her preference might be. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to term it, but. Yeah, I don't really care. It doesn't matter to me, but I, you know, I kind of I want to talk about that a little bit too because I look at her, okay, and I don't get me wrong. There were nods to her sexuality in the other Thor movies and so forth when she was talking about hair color or different whatever, but I mean, so here's the thing. I, I just wanted. Okay, go ahead. Whenever you hang your entire identity on something as simple as, or on one part of yourself, it doesn't. It's not necessarily simple. Being, being gay, being bi, whatever, isn't necessarily simple. I'm not trying to demean that at all. Um, but when you hang your entire identity upon one part of yourself, you're really, you're you're cheapening yourself by doing so because there's. There's much more to Matt than there is, you know, the, the guy right. to that grew up in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Your entire identity isn't based upon a Pittsburghian. It's, it's you know, Matt's this, 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 and this. Yeah. You know, and if it was just that or if, if it was just Matt's a uh, straight white male, then that's not who Matt is. And that I, it would be wrong to classify Matt as just a straight white male. Right. And to be able to say that Valkyrie is is to to take on her entire identity as just an LBGT 
anti woman, then or whatever she declares herself to be, right. is is cheapening the character. Well, and I think, and again, I guess that's what I'm saying because I don't want to discount the community in any way. No, me either. But I don't. What I, I don't, could really but, like. But they took a character which I thought was a very strong female character that had potential to to. I mean, she's she is she's it. She is the king of Asgard. Yeah. You know, and or queen. King, no, she whatever. declares herself king. King. Yeah. So. I don't Which know. Was where I mean, I, I guess I got, I got really mixed emotions on this. I got really mixed emotions on this because I just really wanted them to take that character into such an ass-kicking way, and I don't want anything to cloud her abilities and her talents and what she can do. And I mean, come on, if you, if you, if you have the chops and you have the abilities to hang with Thor and fight with Thor and to be in the mud with Thor. Mm. And he relies on you yeah. and all that type of stuff. You know, I, the extra complexity to those things, mm. I, I just, it doesn't resonate with me as much. And, and Add I get, on to I, it. And, Add on to the complexity of the character. Yeah. But build upon the complexity of the character. Yeah, I don't, don't know just why they single chose, out I don't know why thing. they chose her. So, again, I know that they're making these efforts. Yeah. Again, it's the, things. yeah, it's, it's the, the, Art leading culture thing. Well, so that that being said, so we're going to have this this dichotomy that's going to be going on between uh, Odin's son, female Thor, and also her. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have the, I don't want to call it a love triangle, no, but you're going to have. Uh, Although they could do like a love triangle thing between her and Jane. Yeah, and then we don't Thor know what Jane's Jane. situation is going to be. So if it's Jane's Jane situation. Jane and Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> So, this is an interesting movie to me. I don't know how they're going to do it. I do know that Natalie Portman's a good actress. Mm-hmm. I think that she will do great as a character. I think that she's a little thin for my liking for a Thor character. Uh, uh, I mean, there's ways around that. Yeah, I know there's ways around it. I mean, you can put armor on her and you can do different uh, things. I'm just saying that, you know, they'll beef her up. Well, she needs to beef up because she needs a sandwich. So, <laughs> that's all I'm saying about that. But that's the same thing with when you talk about Wonder Woman too. But um, I find this movie to be a very interesting step. I like the timing of it because you're going to have all the stuff before it. So this is putting it into if they're going to take this step and they're going to make these types of uh, adjustments or make these types of claims and, and do these separate things with these characters. They're doing it in a much safer space, and I think they could do it before, which I think is smart on their part if they're going to go that route. Um, Again, I didn't read Thor. I read Conan. I didn't read Thor. I read Conan. And I can tell you about Conan until the day is long. Thor, I love Thor. I love the character of Thor, and I always liked him, but, again, time restricted how much I could read. But... um, I always looked at Thor as, you know, being this type of person or whatever. And to bring this into this, I, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It feels fuzzy to me still. And, and you know, maybe talking from a point of ignorance, I don't know. But the bottom line is, I think it's an interesting concept. I think Natalie Portman's going to do well in this, like I said before. And I think uh, Tessa Thompson, who's very talented, I think she'll do great as Valkyrie as she has done in everything else. 
So, uh, again, we'll wait and see what happens. I really want to see what they're going to do with Jane Foster because I think that the you know the dynamic that she played with Thor in those um, comics where she had the cancer and it was like a decision to the point where she died and she and Thor had to say goodbye to her and all that type of stuff. I mean, and you know, one thing I love about Thor is he never calls her Jane. It's always Jane Foster. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, always the full name. And um, those are those are really beautiful type of, you know, from a comic book perspective, that was a beautiful piece. Yeah. And, it, you know, the way that it made you feel for that character. And, of course, you, you couldn't help but feel for Jane Foster. And you always rooted for her and you cared for her. And I think that, you know, they bring this out in the movie. I, I'd be happy to see that. But I can't see them going down that route because it's just not the kind of feel that Marvel has. Yeah. You know, I think they're going to pick a different way to do this. And, I mean, you know, we can get to the point with Thor where Thor's lost an eye, Thor's lost an arm. You know what I mean? There's, 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 I mean, Thor goes through a ton of shit, you know, stuff. So, yeah. Well, well, I guess it's a wait and see, but I think it's an interesting approach. But, you know, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to think about this. I really don't. What do you? What do you? I'm, I mean, I'm okay you, with what, it. I mean, as long as they, and they're not. They're they're doing it in a way that that they're keeping the character of Thor around, and they're not demeaning the character at all. Um, I don't want to see. I don't want to see Chris Hemsworth go as long as he's willing to stay within the MCU, and he's he's made. Uh, very matter of fact that he's willing to stay in the MCU as long as they'll let him. So I'm saying let him and um, keep that character around until he just he he gets too tired. And like the the character itself is too tired to to keep him around anymore. Well, I think when we get into the him being Odin's son, yeah, we're getting into the tired area. I don't think so. I mean, we can, can we can pull that. Off he can a be little. a broken Thor, but for how he, long? How long can we have broken Thor? He's currently, I mean, he's currently broken Thor with the big Lebowski Thor. As long as they don't keep on big Lebowski Thor too, like that's my big thing. They gotta, they gotta have like some type of workout montage where like they play some eighties like metal and then they put them on like a stairmaster or something. Little, uh, little uh, um, uh, Top Gun music. Yeah, uh... yeah, like like some Kenny Loggins. Yeah, little (laughs) Kenny Loggins on them pumps and iron. Yeah, so I, mean, I don't know, I'm but interested. I mean, I, just, I don't think that I don't think that you can play Odin's son as long as you can play Thor. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think that. I mean, no, I agree. I agree. I mean, it would, I it's definitely it, like, like it'll, coming, pull, it'll pull through. But on I think this. that you can. I think you can. I don't think that if they put him in Odin's son position, he won't stay in Odin's son position. Which in the comics he didn't either. Yeah. So you know they'll have more to pull from, but I don't think that he'll stay within. They'll if they put him, they'll they'll put him in Odin's son position for. Them to give the mantle to Jane Foster, but then after that, they'll bring them back to worthiness. Worthiness, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know what? I like I, I like how they're like picking these pieces. But I don't think they're gonna go that route either. So. But I think that what I, what I do like is that the MCU has chosen to pick these pieces to put female characters into these positions, and I do believe that it's important that female representation does does increase and get better because we do have a lot of strong female characters obviously in the MCU but in the comic books there's so many like kick-ass female characters too 
that you know they don't yeah. even they don't even get to. And we 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 talk about the characters that we like, you know what I mean? But there's so many strong, strong, strong. Well, they'll bring we talk, a lot of them in whenever they talk, do X Men too. Not in X Men, but yeah. we talked also talked about um, uh, like in the DC DC universe for a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So like Wonder Woman. Yeah. Okay. Black Cat or oh. in, uh, uh, Catwoman. Catwoman. Yeah. Was well, that too. was a horrible movie. Absolutely atrocious. No, I'm not the but the character. But itself, the character so. itself, right? So there's a lot of strong female characters that we need to start tapping into, and I think that this is a way that we can start. I don't want to say bridge the gap, but at least start incorporating more because right now all the MCU is our interest and in everything is based, and we got Black Widow, of course, but then she's dead. So, you know, where else do you go for female characters? You yeah. know, that are, like, at her level, like, like in the MCU. Yeah. That continuity. So, but the, I wanted to touch on Wonder Woman for a second. Because um, the 1984 uh, trailer poster released, did you see that? Yeah. The, with the, with, oh, dude. With the, the, with the, armor. the armor and stuff? Yeah. Fantastic. You're just now seeing that? That's No, old. I mean, it's old. That's from back in June. Yeah. But I wanted, I mean, I just, we never talked about it. Right. And I just wanted to say that, you know, we're talking about female characters. Yeah. That you talk about sure. what epitomizes what I think a strong female character mm-hmm. can do and the power that they have. You look at Gail Godot as Wonder Woman in that whole series, that Wonder yeah. Woman was great. And that new, the, like, when they dropped the, um, dropped the, uh, the poster. Yeah. I mean, it just very Gilgado-ish. It, oh, it just shows how much of a badass she really is. Yeah. And I mean, and that's what I like. I mean, I like I like that that piece, and I think that should be represented a little bit stronger in the MCU. I think we're getting there because we have strong, yeah. like when we think about it, Wanda is like yeah. immensely strong. Yeah, immensely the strongest, strong. probably the strongest character. Oh, in the oh MCU, my maybe. god! So I mean, she lifts up whole yeah. cities. Yeah. You know what I mean? That woman is incredible. So. Um, I just don't think we focused. The, the focus has not been there, and I think they're making a little bit of a focal shift mm-hmm. to that, mm-hmm. which I don't mind it. No, I prefer it actually. I, I enjoy I, having strong female characters. Oh, absolutely, I, I agree, and that's why, like you know, we touched on a little bit too. Is like I said that, like we, I mean, again, completely switching gears, but we talked about the Charlie uh, Charlie's Angels trailer too. Yeah. It's like you got three strong women yeah. that are just kicking yeah. ass, and it's not names. campy. It's not all. campy. I mean, this is yeah. like straight up. I'm gonna Jason Bourne your ass. Yeah, it wasn't you know like I mean? the yeah, so, it wasn't yeah. like the the one back in the early 2000s. Oh no, 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 not at all. With I mean, they they still they 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 may play like a little bit of the the key yeah, a little bit of the bending the, over and doing not, this type yeah. of thing. But you know what? If she's been, she's gonna come back with a roundhouse and knock your business out. So, but regardless. I, I think it's a I think it's a good approach. I think it's interesting. I, this is one of those ones, Josh, that I got a big question mark on. I just I, I got to take it in a context that we haven't seen everything that's being laid before this, and when we get to this point, we're talking this is way down the road mm-hmm. compared to what we just talked about. I mean, this is yeah, we got a lot of things to play in. A lot of things to play before we see this. Yeah. So I, I just hope, so, and, I, and I'm glad that Natalie Portman's back, back in the MCU, and she's relevant because she, call, dude, she called in Dark World. She called that in. That was a bad performance by her. Yeah, that was bad. And I, well, I think I, the script didn't help. The, the script didn't help. That was just a bad movie. Yeah, it was just a bad movie. But um, I did like her in the um, original Thor. It was mm-hmm. good. Yeah, she's she was good. really good in there. Yeah, she's really good. I also liked um, the girl that played her. 
um, sidekick or mm-hmm. whatever. She mm-hmm. is, dude. I used to have like the biggest crush on her. <laughs> Still, like, but, um, yeah. But she's uh, both of those characters are really good. Um, the, I think that she could definitely fit that that strong female character, and she's definitely got like the chops, and she's got like the. If they want to put her out alongside of Thor, if they don't do the unworthy Thor thing, if they bring her in from the other universe, yeah, then I think that that would be fine. Yeah, and that they they could have those two live alongside each other and have current day Jane Foster. Now, take do you on. think they're gonna play up the whole romance piece though too? Because yeah, oh yeah, they have to. If I mean, you're if you're bringing back in Jane Foster, then you have to put play up the romance. I would piece. think that they would. I mean, that would be a great sense. callus to have. Yeah. Thor get back in shape for too. Mm-hmm. By the way, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I agree. So you know that's that's really it as far as like mm-hmm. what we got mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Phase Four. Mm. Yeah, for during the Phase Four. Yeah, Phase Four. Right, so I mean, we got we got some more stuff. Up, I have some more stuff. Yeah, we we've definitely got some more stuff, and there's there's more stuff that I want to hit on too. Um, Captain Marvel 2 was obviously announced. I'm not going to... Unfortunately, it's going to happen. Yeah, we're, we're not going to really touch on that. We're, we won't touch on many of these. I do want to touch on the last on the last one, though. Um, Black Panther 2 has been confirmed. Um, yeah. X-Men has been confirmed. Uh, Fantastic Four has been confirmed, um, which we'll talk about next week's episode, and probably X-Men 2. Um, and then Guardians of the Galaxy 3, um, which I already knew about, but then Blade. Yes, that's it. That's the one I want to talk about. I knew that was probably the one that you want to talk about, and I want yeah. to talk about that one as well. Mm-hmm. So Blade has been, um, what's the, Marsala Ali. Ali. Yeah. yeah, Marsala Ali. Um, the guy that played Cottonmouth, but then... Luke. Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. He also was in True Detective Season yeah. 3. Very good. Yeah. Watch that. So Watch it. Watch it. I can't stress people enough. Watch that. And the guy that plays his partner in that, fantastic. Those two in that movie, yeah. or that, that series, I cannot say enough. I, I tell, I mean, I talk about a lot of stuff that I watch. That mm-hmm. was Fantastic! Did you see it all? No, I haven't watched any of it. Oh, you gotta watch it. I've heard it. it's really good though. Oh, it's 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 so so good. I watched the first two seasons, but I don't watch that one. No, I I, I missed the first season and watched the second oh, season. Oh no, no, you the gotta go back. Se- and I watch didn't see the McConaughey season. The McConaughey season is fantastic. Yeah, much better I, than the second season. Well, the third one, this one, doors off, man. Yeah, I've heard the third one's just as good, if not better. Yeah, than the first it's one. really, and he plays his character through this. He goes through so many phases and so many different types of iterations of his character because it's old and it's like he's old yeah. and he's young and he's old and he's young. like you go through these flashback things it is i mean sometimes it can be a little bit confusing sometimes you gotta wonder where you're at mm-hmm. but he and then if you, did you see the other one he did with called a uh, green book uh no but i want to see oh, that one. so good so, so good. Really no, good i know that there's a lot of too. backlash about you know from the family yeah. of the yeah. person that he played and everything and also like, I mean, basically, the, the Green Book story was an Italian guy drives this guy through the South to play in jazz bars yeah, and jazz, stuff like yeah. that. And this guy is, like, lives above Carnegie Hall. He's, like, so, like, he is literally revered up north, but it was a period of time where north and south were still in yeah. that segregated period. It's a very interesting character study. And I think that both those guys, uh, Mortensen or Vigo. Yeah, Vigo uh, Mortensen. Yeah. yeah. 
very good, and uh, he is just stellar. And that's what by the way, a, what did he get Academy Award for? I don't know what it was. That Green Book and um, True Detective. Well, he deserves them. Yeah. So the I know that this movie is going to be good. The Blade movie. He looks like Blade. Yeah, but here's the reason why. So the way that this movie came into production. Because he won it. Yes. Because yeah. he, after winning the Academy Awards, he came up to Kevin Feige and scheduled a meeting with him. And Kevin Feige said, is quoted as saying, uh, as from Kevin Feige's mouth, he, he got this meeting. Kevin Feige said, what do you want to talk about? He says, Blade. Kevin Feige says, yes. Green Done. Go. Done. So very Beautiful. similar, very similar to the way that um, Ryan Reynolds did Deadpool. Yeah. Without all the extra waiting. Um, but the the fact that like this is coming straight from, it's coming from two different minds. It's coming, first of all, Kevin Feige okays it, yeah. which means a lot. But then you have somebody that actually is invested in the character enough to like go out and reach for this character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's going to be hey, a fantastic. Let movie. me give you another reach. You ready? Yeah. Shang Chi. Yeah. That guy, 2014, sends a text. Has been petitioning for asian superheroes Mm -hmm. same thing same situation he was on it back then saying hey yeah and so again people that want to be part of this that have the abilities and so forth i mean don't get me wrong i'm not putting shang chi um what's his name uh sumi in with these guys but same thing you know what i mean I, i love it i love i love the casting when i see him and after i mean I love his the, the work that I've seen he's done so far has been so good. But now, when I look at him, he is Blade. I mean, he's mm-hmm. Blade. If he, I mean, again, yeah. I, I'm a Wesley Snipes guy. Yeah. I love what... I mean, he was fantastic yeah. in Blade. Yeah. Great. And now but now I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, wow, he would be... He's really? Blade. He is Blade, yeah. He is Blade. Yeah. And I, I just cannot wait because if he brings... he Come on. All right. Let's just think about this for a second. An Academy Award winner is now playing in the MCU. This not only shows you the power of the MCU and how much that this this matters now. It matters. And to have this guy come out. For Academy Award winning winning, uh, actors are asking the the MCU. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I'd I'd love that this guy stood up and said, hey, let's do this. Now... It's not going to be to phase five, though. Well, so here's the bone. Oh, please tell me you're going to tell me it's moving up. No, I don't know. Um, I, but I, I'm sure it's probably not. But we don't know that this is going to be all phase four. So there's the... And this is... Well, Guardians... Is, I would tell you, Guardians... Right now, five, for sure, five. is five. Because Gun had Gun yeah. was, like, quasi-removed. And yeah, I think this will come out. This will come out... Before Guardians. Well, you think? Yeah, because they've already got the poster made. They've got the announcement. They've got casting. At least some casting. So, All right, who's playing the... Uh, do you have any idea? Who's, no. Okay. Uh, other than the main actor? No. But, okay. um, you know, they've, they've at least got, like, sign-on on board to where they're, they're going to be doing this type of stuff. Unless Guardians is a lot further along than we think it is, then I think the plays can come back. No, Guardians... Was going to be part of four. 
Yeah, but, but Guardians then, got pushed to five. Yeah, I know they've got the Gun scripts got, and everything, but Gun's doing the Suicide Squad movie. Exactly, that's what pushed it off. Yeah, so I think that yeah. that's gonna that because of all that, Blade's probably gonna come out first. I want it to. Yeah. I want more Blade. I love those movies. Yeah. So, a um, couple things. All right. I was talking about the Sony thing deal first. If we can get Blade and Morbius to meet. <laughs> have the Morbius movie first. Yes. Can you? You imagine? have Blade announced now. Can you imagine? Yes. Have have a deal that Mar or Sony still hasn't struck out their deal. As much as I hate that the Sony deal contract hasn't been renewed yet, this the because of the whole money thing and we're I never thought about it. I never thought about that, and that is such a sweet thought. So if if they can work in some way that Morbius can be. Morbius and Blade can interact. Oh my God! In some way, can you, dude? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. Just okay. Thought about it. Ridiculous. Yeah. That is that's a great thought. I never thought about that. Kudos to you. Yeah. Great thinking on that one. Morbius and Spider-Man team up because Blade's after Morbius. That would be fantastic. Happened directly in the comics, and it yeah. would be great to put on screen. Or oh. you have all actors, uh, actors that play. Wow, that so. would be okay. All right, okay. Let's play producer for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Okay, what has to happen to make that happen? There has to be a blade. There has to be a Morbius movie out. Well, we we know that. Yeah, there has to be a That's blade. That's gonna movie happen. Out. It's gonna happen before Blade. Yeah, and then there has to be a Blade movie out. You have to introduce both both characters. So you're thinking that we have to have both these movies before we can get to that movie. Yeah, you have to have an introduction movie first. You have to introduce them into these universes. And then the contract has to be signed between Sony and Marvel, and that's it. That's really it. There's really no other. They have to exist in the same place, and then the, you let the characters be who the characters are, and that's it. Hmm. That's a great idea. That's a fantastic idea. And so, it, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, we're going to call people. <laughs> we're gonna get this we're gonna get this moving we're gonna get this done I so, think everybody would appreciate it um second piece of this is where's the MCU going next so we talked about um Kevin Feige said that you know push there's there he's these seem to have confirmed some sort of Avengers that there's there's you're not gonna see all the characters that you um oh, you've seen before there's gonna be a different team yeah teams Maybe. Mm-hmm. So we've, we've talked about, you know, I think there's, I've, I've said, I've been on record before saying that I think they're going to move in at least two different directions. Having one team and another team, like a West yeah, Coast. West and, Coast yeah. yeah. So, um, Young Avengers, New Avengers, Dark Avengers, mm-hmm. um, or uh, West Coast Avengers. I don't think there's enough West West Coast things yet because you've got no. Hawkeye and we forgot to talk about Hawkeye. No, um, I, we'll I just got, I, w- I was going to bring that up real quick. Let's just real quick, real quick. Yeah. Bottom line, Hawkeye. We talked about it before. He's going to be training Hope, yep. as, as it was alluded to, mm-hmm. and that's what's going to happen. Yep. I think you're going to make that transition, but it also speaks to what MCU is doing with making stronger female characters, which I think that the Hope character as Hawkeye was a strong female character. Mm-hmm. And again, it's one of those characters that has no super abilities, just, you know, is a badass. Yeah. And, you know, Hawkeye is a badass. Yeah. You know, but, um, 
So that's basically the premise. I think that's going to happen in Hawkeye. It's going to be the story of him transitioning that mantle, teaching, you know, mm -hmm. grasshopper type of situation. He's keeping the Ronin mantle. Yeah. He's he's passing along the the Hawkeye mantle. Exactly. Yeah. And then he'll move on to well, if he continues with the Ronin, who knows? But well, if they do a West Coast Avengers, he'll do the West Coast Avengers. Yeah, he could do that. Yeah. If they do a Young but Avengers, I don't, like you said, I don't think there's. Well, they've got there's... Helm and they've got um, or they got, they, they got Ant Man and the Wasp. Right, but they're missing some characters. Depends on who you're adding in, so you can you can add in characters, and they could be. You know, yeah, well, you, no, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that. I'm, I'm but yeah, yeah, they don't have. Yeah. yeah, they don't have enough to do that right now. Right, enough. They could do Young Avengers, which they do have enough. Yeah, to they do, do have enough to do that. Yeah, they do. Especially actually. with Hope, you've got Hope, you've got Spidey. Yeah, yeah. you've got um, you've got the Ant Man's daughter who uh -huh. ends up being Stature uh -huh. within the comics. Correct. She's now a teenager. Yep. Um, you have. The lot of rumors as far as a new Iron Man taking place. Oh no no that's that's done. Yeah. From what I heard, it's uh, Nene or Renee or what, who is it? It's um. Oh yeah, uh, Ray Ray. Ray Ray um, Ray, yeah. Ray Ray yeah yeah no I've I haven't it. heard any confirmation because um, the 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 thought is that it's either going to be Tony's daughter eventually, or it's going to be Ray Ray. It's Ray Ray Williams yeah. So it's Ray Ray. Which from what I'm I not. I'm not super stoked about because it's it's not a very good character. Yeah. But I think that you would you'd have a lot better um, having because because the way that that happen, that happens in the comics is that that Tony passes the mantle to her after his death. You've already set up that line with Spider Man. You really have no other line <coughs> to be able to introduce that character. You'd you'd have better options, either having the uh, having um, uh, rescue with. Um, uh, Pepper Potts. Yeah. Well, you also had you also. I mean, and again, I my Marvel reading is piss poor, Josh, as you yeah. know that. So I can't attest for it. But I did read a run where Tony went through a period of time, obviously, and this is, I mean, again, not in continuity completely, but he was uh, at the point he was drunk, and he got to the point where he couldn't even function as Iron Man, and then War Machine took over too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's that particular option because War Machine. Yeah. Well, there's there. few. Yeah, there's, there's a few options that are on the well, table. From the comics, you have you have Rescue, which is yeah. currently within the MCU. You have yeah. War Machine. Mm -hmm. You have um, Ray Ray if they do that. Um, I think then, it's Ray, I think it's Ray Ray though. I do. I'll, I'm not. I'm. I'm going to be very worrisome if it's Ray. Okay. Ray. Well, I think that's what they're doing. And then, but then within the MCU, you you have Spidey, and the way that they're they're setting up is for Spidey to take on that type of role. Um, now they could take the War Machine on top of that. They could take War Machine or Pepper Potts, and then put them as, with the new Avengers. They doing the new Avengers alongside something like the the Young Avengers. Because um, they've but got think, enough well, for the new Avengers. I think what you've done, you establish there's more potential for young Avengers, though. I'm saying they're going to probably they're going to do at least they're going to do at least two different Avengers teams. Yeah, you think? Okay. Yeah, I think. So it's either going to be uh, like we said, we've we've already cast out West Coast Avengers. They're probably not going to do that. Young Avengers is a strong possibility. Yeah. Um, new Avengers is a strong possibility because of who all we have. We have Falcon as Captain America. Yeah. We still have War Machine. We have Bucky. We've got Rescue. We've got um, Hawkeye. We've got 
um, all these characters that exist that can still be the new Avengers. Yeah. We have, um, and then we have the, the Dark Avengers. Well, which Hawkeye are you talking about? The Ronan Hawkeye. Ronan Hawkeye. Yeah. Okay. So, and then we've got Dark Avengers, which is also a possibility, which would be things like Doctor Strange. I like that better. Um, Blade. I like that better. Um, you also have this whole thing within Dark Avengers because the Dark Avengers is well, led okay. by. I, I'm ignorant. So who yeah, all, who all are the Dark, Dark Avengers? Avengers? Okay, so the Dark Avengers comes on to play whenever Norman Osborn is brought into power um, and takes on the mantle of Iron Man because um, <clears throat> because Iron Man's gone, and then second of all, um, because nobody knows of who Norman Osborn is. So. Um, with we've got a great setting for this so even if even table if, set for that yes so um if you bring in norman osborne onto this under the current settings with spider-man being villainized yeah within the mcu yeah you can have him go after spider-man as a hero mm-hmm. team up as uh, with with the sinister six at the same time that he's He's going after I do the, think, side the note, dark. I, I do think the center that's going to happen. Yeah, no, that's definitely going to happen. But then um, the uh, you you have you either before that or or sometime after that you can say even if they do it after the Sinister Six, you could say you could say as Norman Osborn, I didn't know I was going off of what I believed, and he could take play play political answer, sure. and then he could still be lead the. The Dark Avengers. Okay. Which are essentially shady characters at best. Yeah. But you have your blades. You have those yeah. that deal with... It's kind of like um, the Dark Justice League. Oh, which is, by the way, great. <coughs> yeah. Right. We need, we need to talk more DC. Yeah. Well, the DC's got to come out with stuff. We've got talk. Hush coming out. Let's, oh yeah, yeah. Sure, so yeah. we'll be talking about that most definitely. Mm-hmm. No, those are great points though. But your point of bringing those two together, and if we can, if that happens, oh, gold. So yeah, I think I think either it's going to be most likely Young Avengers, which I think will come out second of the Avengers movies. But then I think before then, you're either going to have Dark Avengers, to where you'll introduce. Um, uh, Norman Osborn or New Avengers in which case you take the, the cast that is currently existing, Current existing yeah. and bring in a New Avengers team hmm so um, I like them all yeah but I mean I, I, it's set in a way to where like any three of those are possible yeah no it, you're right it is you're right and so even an avid fan as myself has no clue where they're going. Yeah. And we've got D23 that's only like a month away. So we'll be having this conversation again in like a month. Oh, for sure. For so. sure. All right, guys. Well, that's um, all the news um, that's out as far as the Marvel Comic Con uh, panel. Again, we'll talk more about the multiverse theories, um, how that relates to X-Men and fantastic for next week because I do have a lot on that as well. Yeah, I, I'm going to dig into that too. We're going to definitely talk yeah. about mul- next week multiverse. Yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll touch on that next week, and then um, 
the following week we'll do another uh, tabletop episode. So until next week, this has been the Nerdforce Podcast.